everybody, welcome to the Exploding Ads Horror Movie Podcast, episode 101. Wait, you said that backwards. <laughs> this is all for you. Patrons. This is all for you. Uh, <laughs> all. Well, brought to you, brought to you by you. How about that? I mean, think about that. <laughs> we just went from 2,000 downloads to 80. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. care either. I'm so happy. I feel like such a weight has been lifted off our shoulders. I, I, I fucking, I feel tremendous about this show right now. It's more nerve wracking podcasting to a select few that you know are listening. Because <laughs> like, I, we you know, think? we pretty much know everyone who's listening. Yeah, that's why it's great because I'm we scared. know that they like what we do. No, you're 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 wrong because. Think of the assholes that are like on the regular group page criticizing or people on YouTube criticizing that they used to listen and some of them, you know, they, they want to be critics about it and this and this. You don't know them. They're just faces in the crowd. The people that are, are here now, they want to be here. Yeah. They, they, they appreciate us and we appreciate them. So why is there anything to be nervous about unless we really somehow, you know, become a bad podcast overnight? Well, I, that is very true. And just so that we get our quota of three episodes in. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we never gave a time limit. Yeah, <laughs> bring us in for 102 right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Look at that. It's 102. Oh yeah. So this is uh, Christian thought it was a good idea just to say all right, all right off the bat, and then pregame, and then then I guess do it again. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> there, there is no do it again this because is this show. is our show now. Yeah. Okay. So do this we introduce ourselves or do we just yeah. say fuck it? We know everybody knows who we are. Yeah, well, I guess <laughs> at this point they should know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did Brandon were... freeze? Oh, he did freeze, but he's back up and running. He was like, Uh-oh. I wasn't talking though, so hopefully my voice. Darn it, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Freeze. He pulled the Mr. Freeze. Is Mr. Freeze the guy on what do you call it? Um, is he a ba- a Batman villain, Mr. Freeze? Was that yes. like- Arnold, yeah. right? Arnold, Arnold played, played him in the movies, yeah. Yeah. In I didn't movie. know if it was Mr. Freeze or Dr. Freeze. That's why I asked. Okay. He, he's still in school for his doctor. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a PhD yeah. of refrigeration repair. He's right now, he's Master Freeze. He's, <laughs> he says Masters. <laughs> uh, Mr. Freeze used to be a... Um... It's MFA Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look this up because I know for a fact... That Mr. Freeze, um, you know those Freezy Pops? That yeah, you, you, yes. I too. Mr. Yes. Freezy, I think, though, no? No, no, it was Mr. Freeze, and the reason I know... Okay, hold on, Mr. Freeze um, Pops. Not, okay, I'll try I will it. never question Dave's uh, memory of nostalgic candies yeah, and ice pops. <laughs> it's it's, it's it, true. It's, it's insane. Shark Bites were released this week in 1981. What was? I'm surprised you haven't like started that on the new Patreon page. You know how I used to... Post the movies were released this week in 1981. You should do it for snacks. Shark bites. See, shark bites. Okay, you see that? Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Because there used to be a commercial at the end of wrestling. Uh, they, they used to have these wrestling shows, and at the end of them, I don't know if you guys remember Lord Alfred Hayes. He was uh, a guy from the UK, and he would say promotional considerations paid for by the following at the end of the show. And one of the one of the the um you know. <laughs> People that advertised with them was called Mr. Freeze, and then he would say, "Mr. Freeze, Freezer Pops." So, <laughs> that, 
that's why I always remember that. You know, there was a time when I thought about doing the production of the show, like sending this thing to see at the end, just to just to hear his voice saying promotional consideration paid for by the following, and then just put whatever we want there. Yeah. And just, well, if no. I could find that clip, I'll I'll do it at the end of this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can. They did it at so many shows, man. They, uh, Lord of Days always came on at the end, and they always had the same terminology. Instead of saying these are out of the people that advertise with us or this or that, it was always promotional consideration paid for by the following. Isn't that weird? Who else said that? <laughs> I remember that, too, because that phrase is just, like, ingrained in my brain. From him? Lord Alfred Hayes? No, it I think it was just, no, I think it was worded that way in a lot of shows back in the day. Like, in the 80s. No, but I, think it was, I think it was him. No? <laughs> I know it, and I don't think I've ever seen this guy. You don't, you you don't see, see him. You just, you just hear him. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> So you think it was just a voice? They they just use his voice on every show. No, I feel like <laughs> kind of like the trailer guy. <laughs> just wrestling. It was, he was a wrestler. He was a fucking guy that you could see. He did color commentary sometimes. He was a uh, interview. He was in the wrestling community. Wait, he wrestled? At one time, he did. I'm sure he did. Sumo. Oh, no. <laughs> Sumo. Did, did he say like this move is brought to you by Mr. Freeze? Like as he's about to body slam someone. His name was not Mr. Freeze. <laughs> no, that's the ice boss. Promotional consideration. I give you Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is. Alfred George James Hayes was an English professional wrestler, manager, and commentator. Best known for his appearance in the United States with the World Wrestling Federation between 82 and 95, where he was known as Lord Alfred Hayes. Yeah, so he did wrestle. I heard he was a bad Lord. guy. Uh but we we knew him as a good guy in the eighties with you know WWF and doing all that stuff. But apparently, when he was a wrestler, he was a real he was a heel, which I I find hard to believe. A real heel, yeah. I don't like know if you guys have ever done. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever done this, and it's stupid, but I gotta bring it up because it's bothering me right now. So right before the show, I'm brushing my teeth. I don't know why. I just wanted fresh breath, and I had hailed, and the toothpaste hit me in the back of the throat, and that would stick in there burning. <laughs> it's just driving me nuts. You think Garble. you'd be used to things hitting you in the back of the throat right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cock smoker. I, I set myself up for that one. It, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, what was I going to say? Um, Garble. I, Go ahead, do it live on the show. We can do that now. This, no, this show. Nothing to gargle with. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, I'll go upstairs and get it and come back and gargle. We're okay. We'll, we'll keep people no, entertained. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. This is, dude, this is why I'm so happy about this show. Because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, patrons, people listening and everything else. Let, let me know. The way I consider this show now is kind of like um, like nasty coffee. And um, what I mean by. <laughs> hold on. Brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> nasty coffee. <laughs> Un- unfiltered unfiltered you know unfiltered, yes. <laughs> you ever drink a coffee that fucking the filter broke or something and you taste the, the the nasty fucking grains in it the the oh god awful sorry but, ram man he wanted us to filter it a little bit ram man wants us to filter it okay well we're not gonna talk about cocks and balls for for two hours of course not let's let's talk about our sponsor promotional consideration provided by meister brow <laughs> meister brow oh <gasps> Yes, and Chihuahua beer. <laughs> oh, we'll get Chihuahua. to it. We'll get to it. Chihuahua beer? We'll I didn't see that. Damn it, how did I not see that? <laughs> I don't know how you can miss it. 
Holy because fuck. all I was looking at the whole movie was Charmin and Corona. It was freaking me out. <laughs> Charmin toilet paper. Every two seconds, I could see it from that uh, that sky view. Don't squeeze the Charmin. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that. You know what some woman said when my wife was shopping a few weeks ago? Because she was like, it was it was a doorbuster. It was like they opened up BJ's or whatever the fuck it was. And they, basically, it's a doorbuster every day at these stores because people want to get there early. So they get in. So she went in there and some lady went up there and she did, and she announced it to everybody just so they wouldn't try to fuck with her, I guess. She was like. I'm I'm buying all the chicken. She said she announced it out to the world. I'm buying all the chicken. She said. All the chicken? She did. Every, did every club her over the head? I would have just been, no, you're not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. I would have thumped her like uh, like the bread delivery guy. You're buying yourself a coffin now, bitch. <laughs> What's in the bowl, bitch? Your head. That's funny, but that also angers me that she bought all the chicken. I know. What a what a piece of shit. I hear you, but that's I hope she gets salmonella. Say- right, I agree. I'm with you. I've been saying that in the house for, for weeks. That's, no, not that. I hope she gets salmonella. No, no, no. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> They've been saying it a lot because they were there. I'm I'm gonna buy all the chicken and then we go into that thing. Chicken right. the Canadian lady. We always say it. Chicken. Anyway, exploding as Horror. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I guess you talk about horror, but no, no, don't be sorry. It's, we, I mean, it's nice to come in this way, but we don't want to. I don't think they want us to bullshit for that long. Oh. Although I wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't it be great if you get as like yeah. bullshit well, for half an hour unfiltered? Nobody would care. What's the weather like in Buffalo today? What's the weather like? <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just about to do it. He, he no. pulls us back. I won't do it. I can't do that. My God. I mean, wait, it's bad enough that we do it a little bit on Wadzi at the beginning. Just a little bit. Because I, I don't know what else to say. Cause he Bad enough said, that show still exists. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking, man. You know, it's I the joke. You think I'm thin-skinned over here? What the fuck? No, that's okay. Not you. <laughs> I hope he joins and gets on this, man. Oh, oh shit. But it's if great. not, and if, and if people don't... It's great because Eric Webster put his name in a comment and it's grayed out, you know, and they're not part of the group. He's like, what? I love when they make fun of Watsy in our patrons only page. But the uh-huh. Watson, or Wat, not Watsy, Watson, and, but because Watson's not in the group yet, it's grayed out. The link oh, is really? Gets, yeah, I love that. It's a joke or it's true? <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's a joke. Eric oh. is joking. But because he tried to tag him in the post and right. Watson's not part of the actual page, he's grayed oh, out. Oh, that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. grayed out. I was picturing like a. A gray bar over 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 the words or something. Okay. Yeah, it's been redacted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Terror> redacted. <laughs> wow. Well, there's this guy. Every time I hear that word, I think of that because there's this guy that does a podcast. Uh, it's a horror podcast. It's um um. What's his name? Hold on. Uh, I think it's the New Flesh or something. So anyway, he always says what his Twitter handle is, and he says Brett Redacted on Twitter. And every time he says Brett Redacted, I think fucking pterodactyl. I can't help it. You know. <laughs> I can't I, help it. Well, <laughs> why? Because it pops in my head. Brett Redacted, Pterodactyl. You know, certain thing. When I hear, just like every time I hear fucking Jerry uh, Venom say greetings and salutations, I go into that fucking House of Pain song. Every fucking time. Greetings, salutations, peace to the nation of Zulu and Islam. You know what I'm talking about? It's just like every time I hear Jay the Dead, I think Jay Murph. Oh, that's fucking... <laughs> 
The great Jay debacle. <laughs> I love it. I can't believe it. Everybody that's listening, that's listened to 100, I hope you listened to 100 before this, but everyone that's listening, just know that, that Brandon was fucking sniffing glue or something because you know I even, I, think it was. I sent you the thing literally. Yeah. It said, Jay of the Dead's fucking list. And the same one he said to me, his name was even on it. <laughs> Where he pulled Jay Murph out? But you never called him out in the first 10 minutes, and I think it just became that Jay. He did no, call I, him out. I think I called him out at the very he, beginning. No, he I did, but a... you didn't. Dave, Dave you called yeah, him out Dave later did. when you're like... Oh, I didn't want to be an ass at the, right at the beginning of the show. I just let, I just <laughs> let it roll. At, at the beginning, so he waited. Yes. At the beginning, you wouldn't have been a dick. You let it fester for two and a half hours. Well, I didn't know you were going to say it again. I just figured you fucked up the first time, and later on, you it would you come to your senses. You know what I mean? Everyone does that. You know what it is? I, uh... We don't know Jay's last name. And I think I was... Um, the dead. Probably... <laughs> of the dead. <laughs> of the dead. Yeah. OTD. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I was probably online, and I've been seeing a lot of Jay Murph posts lately. So I probably just subconsciously uh-huh. got Jay Murph in my head. Oh, okay. You must be in their page then. And uh, the Kill the Cast, and you must be pretty active if you're seeing Jay Murph's posts. I think that's the only place he posts. Oh, I, I don't know what groups I'm in. If somebody sends me an invite, usually I accept, and that's about it. You know what I've done? I've unfollowed every fucking group that I'm in. The only group... <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I Unless I host the podcast, I am... I'm still in the group. I'm not yeah. pissed off leaving and saying, I'm leaving this fucking group. I'm not, no, I'm not being an asshole. I'm just being, I'm just pulling myself <laughs> out of every group maybe. But I'm That's just, like you need to get high a little more. I need to get high constantly, and I would love every damn thing. This is facts. Yes. Every, it, it, yes. Then I'd, I'd be everywhere doing everything with everybody online. You know who has good weed? Jay Murph. <laughs> <laughs> He might have good weed, Jay Murph. I don't know. But Jay Murph, speaking of unfollowing, I unfollowed him personally over a year ago. He always talks politics. Oh, and, you know, okay. my stance there, I unfollowed it. I, I don't have any need for that. And, Are you still um, friends with Merriman? Uh, yeah, but I unfollowed him a long time ago. <laughs> I'm friends with him. I'm probably friends with Jay Murph, too. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to unfriend somebody. Just because I don't want to see their posts, like they can still see my posts, talk to me, we can hook up elsewhere, you know, whatever. I just have you hooked up with Jay Murph? <laughs> can, can you unfollow Mike Miriam but still follow his beard? Is that possible? Mike Miriam? Whatever. Fucking. <laughs> what is he a fucking dictionary? <laughs> Miriam Webster. Hey, oh, that's how we can get him together with Eric Webster. They should write a new dictionary, the Merriman Webster dictionary. If you listen back to any one of the episodes, every time I say his last name, I stumble. Over his last name, Merriman. How Mary really? Man, I know, but I've always seen it so fast. It's like, I guess, cinematography, and I, I just get into it, and my brain is working, or my mouth is working faster than my brain. So I'm like, Merriman. Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike Merriman, I don't think he's going to be hearing this show, yeah. so I guess we could say whatever we want. Perfect. What about Mike Miriam? <laughs> <laughs> he's on. You I wonder if we can be bootleg. <laughs> Do you think somebody can bootleg this show? Do you think someone can take the audio feed and Absolutely. do something like that? Absolutely, you can download it and put it up as their own podcast, Exploded Heads version 2. <laughs> or so movie people podcast. might rip us out. Pit rip us out. Rip us off. Yeah. Maybe they'll start charging $2 a month to join. <laughs> <laughs> Undersell us. Mm-hmm. Maybe Why so. are we giving them ideas? <laughs> no, you I know, know what I do want to call out? I want to call out the patrons that did post... We got a lot of feedback on the regular page 
But now I'm getting confused because you started the other page up around the same time frame. So then I wasn't sure what was on what page at, at one point. I'm just getting things in my feed. But there was a lot of feedback for the Top 100 show. Uh, a lot of it was on our, our exclusive Patreon page, but I think other people did post on the regular, said I listened to it, it was great, I hope, uh, and whatever, and other people were like freaking out, go, what, did I miss it, where is it? So I Not think it caused a little, you know, excitement over that uh, final uh, For the Masses episode, which is going to drop uh, Monday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. And this should drop, just so it doesn't whatever. coincide, probably Monday night, Tuesday. Anytime. I figured yeah. let's just stockpile while we have the time and whatever. Yeah. You could release it in a week if you wanted to. Yeah. Well, What's the difference? No, they get they, they the, the goal is that they get them pretty much right off the press, but just because of the other last episode <laughs> dropping. Right off, hot off the press, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Unfiltered. So what about the what a pretentious skunk? Have... <laughs> right off the press. <laughs> Maybe what? let's wait to the end to talk about the hundreds because I know we don't want to run out of time. So we'll say that you think we should say that for the end to talk about the things that on the hundred that didn't make it that was on our list. Just you know, talk a oh, little. Gonna, uh, I something. forgot we were doing that. I forgot we're doing it, but I can pull up my list. You have, you should have your list, right, Christian? Yeah, somewhere. Well, why don't we do it at the end? Why don't we do our our first movie and then we can do our questions and then our our second movie sure. and then if we have time. We'll talk about it. I think we will. I think we will have time. But yeah. I don't want to put us in a position where we start off, we end up talking for 45 minutes about the top 100, and all of a sudden we're rushing through the other stuff. Because... Yeah, don't don't honey dick us like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're going to keep our shows at three hours or, or two and a half hours to three. That's the <laughs> Christian, <most. laughs> yeah. Christian look, three hours. Three what? Hours. What the fuck? Is two and out? a half to three hours max. You know Hour what I'm 15, saying? 15 max. That's, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Right now, I think we've got a pretty decent setup. Like, for this month, we we have two, two, and two, two reviews for each show. So that's nice. Now I've talked to some other people that are talking about doing trilogies and some other things and some other things, and that that could be some stuff down the line. We'll see how. I think I think it'll work out just fine with three a month. But whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm just happy to five bucks a month for everybody to listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think we're already I'm just there. Happy. <laughs> This is great the way it is, man. Everyone that's listening is, you know, they they love us. We love them. And we're not going to thank you anymore. Just you, you, it's a pleasure. We're going to thank you. We will thank you every time you up your pledge. <laughs> we, I, I I wish I could shout everybody out because a lot of people really have upped and joined and everything in the past week. Oh, and yeah. let's do the top eighty-three patrons. <laughs> let's rank them next show. <laughs> rank <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Who's yeah. going to be Mr. Irrelevant? 100. Now let's hope we get 100. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Well, I'm getting hot already. I'm taking Coming off in at number 100 with a total contribution of $1. <laughs> yeah. Someone did a dollar once and never came back again. You know, that was it. We love them. I still love them. Anyone that's listening. Hey, I got my 33 cents. I'm happy. Oh, shit. Yeah, you did. You did. Paid out. <laughs> you got paid in. We should mention what we're actually doing tonight. I mean, I think they know if they're, they're looking at the feed, but, you know, for an actual, uh, for a show standpoint, I think we should probably announce it. Do we even have a feed now? Now that this is out, when it comes up in, in, in the Patreon page, what does it say? Doesn't it just say episode 101? Video uncut or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but now I'll actually put the description below. 
Are you going to so, timestamp it? Oh, no, no you can't. No, That's too I much. Can, no, I can timestamp it like I used to always do. It's just your, I, your voice went high. I think you're lying. Yeah. I think you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> you're lying. I fucking hate you. His voice got high. <laughs> well, I don't want to put any. This we're supposed to be taking it easy as far as that's concerned. This is supposed to help you more than anybody. Well, that's, yeah, it's fine, man. That's fine. You know, sometimes for the video, I don't because it just depends on like now with the way we've done the introduction here, it should be fine. The video and the audio will probably match almost identical. But you uh, don't have to edit it then. Is that, well, is that what you're saying? The problem is the video I don't edit. Uh, the audio yeah. I do, so that's where the timestamps. I usually timestamp the audio, so then the video is a little out of whack. That's why you know the video what you'll just have to double timestamp now. Uh, I think you should just go to fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> do us all a favor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, the timestamp is only with for Jason. things being spoiled. With Jason, oh yeah, fuck, yeah. Jay of the Dead, yeah. yeah. You or Jay Murph? <laughs> Jay Murph. <laughs> oh shit. Um. My I don't even know. My favorite what. Murph, right behind Eddie Murph. <laughs> oh and Murphy's oil soap. Oh shit. What was I gonna tell you? Who I know. Knows? Um oh timestamps, they're really only important for spoilers. Now we could say right now the movies tonight we're gonna talk about, they're gonna be... I I use timestamps to mail uh, watches. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Remember we said the caliber is supposed to be elevated. Dude, that was pretty funny. It was I actually, actually fucking that. great. I actually thought of that off my own head. It was it was a damn my good own, joke. Thought of that off my own head. Yeah. Stick to <laughs> the <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> I'm the jokes, folks. Yes. I'm the joke. All right, go ahead, Dave. Oh, uh, go ahead. Um, so yeah. So the movie. What are we talking about tonight? I know we're talking about the Bay from Eric Webster. Well, not from Eric. Well, he. Directed <laughs> just, by? Wow. He directed it too. Imagine that. <laughs> Eric Webster presents the Bay. <laughs> Starring a bald lead. You know? <laughs> what was that song? The Sexy Bald Man? What the hell was it? Sexy right. Mother Bald Motherfucker? No. Sexy Mother Bald. <laughs> sexy Bald Motherfucker, I think it was. All right. Sexy B S B M F. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I want to hear it again now. Fuck, yeah, well, that was funny. Okay. Uh, I'll find it. Se- sexy. Sorry. The Bay. <laughs> the Bay picked by Eric Webster and um, Intruder. Who picked Intruder? See, I may not always know uh, off the top of my head, but at least I know. You know what I'm Intruder. <laughs> That's a Canadian song. Informer. Yeah. By Snow. <laughs> oh, yeah, Snow? Snow was Canadian? I, I, I got to double check now. You're making Good, me let's... second guess myself, but I'm, Good, I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. There. Yeah. 12, inches... <laughs> 12 Inches of Snow, his debut album. Yeah. <laughs> 12 Inches of Snow. What a, what a clever title for your it's album. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is great. If is Christian it... released that album, it would have been like, uh, what, five and one quarter inches of snow? <laughs> On a good day. On a good day. <laughs> definitely not if it was snow around. <laughs> <laughs> some girl thought I looked like snow back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I remember some, some girl told me that. That's yeah, funny. That... I always remember that. I remember I took it as a compliment because I figured, you know, he's on TV. He's got yeah, a hit. Canadian. There you go. Oh, Snow's Canadian. What's his real name? Snow. No, I took it off now. Oh, I figured it was you Wikipedia. I believe it's A. Snow. <laughs> you should have hooked up with Vanilla Ice. How could that? That's a match made in heaven. Vanilla Ice and Snow. <laughs> you know, he could rap. He could sing. Man, I tell you. Snow Ice. That's his name. What? <laughs> snow? Madonna. Oh, that'd be cool. Snow. He's, he's Jewish. His last name is Cone. No Cone. Yeah, we, like, we got it. We got it. No, nobody really knows. I got it. I think it is. 
Like like C O H E N. Yes, yeah, yeah, not C O N E, C O H E N. Snow Cohen. <laughs> Snow Cohen. <laughs> it's even funnier, it's Snow Cohen. <laughs> well, do you pronounce the name Cohen or Cohen? Because like Leonard Every... Cohen isn't isn't it C O H E N? Everybody calls him Leonard Cohen. Yeah, it is Cohen tech, okay. technically. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I thought maybe the pronunciation could have just been, you know. Cone. When you say it fast, it sounds like cone. But Jewish like, people say it. Does, does it sound like cone? Is it? It's part of the like a dialect of like old school or something. Oh, in. Sorry. <laughs> Oi! I don't fucking know. Oi! What do I know? All I know is that because mostly because Mel Brooks always used to do it in his films. Oi! You know. Lesbian. What do you say? Lesbian. <laughs> Lesbian. <laughs> what did you say? I said oi vesmia. Oh, okay. Vesmia? What does that mean? I don't know. Really? Wow. I wouldn't even know how to spell it to look it up, but it's, you know, Yiddish. Yeah, okay. Every time I hear the word Yiddish, I always think of a billy goat in a, a fucking... Uh, a, a, <laughs> Merriman? Yiddish. Like I don't a Mer- know. Like a Merriman. Like a like a Marian. Miriam. <laughs> it's funny what comes to this. Can we say what we're doing tonight, by the way? We keep, Intruder. We keep getting, yeah, yeah, okay. We get to it. I'm so sorry, Intruder. Intruder. <laughs> well, that's how we got started. That's how... Intruder. Intruder, actually, how could I forget? It's actually coming. Uh, this is why I forgot, because I don't know his name. It came from Scott, a.k.a. Chris, or Chris, <laughs> a.k.a. Scott, whichever you want to call him. He picked Intruder. So, awesome. awesome. That came off That came off the slasher list, and um, the bait came off a tool list, actually, because it made the top 100, and it, and it came off my phone footage list. So, And had I watched it maybe a few weeks ago, it would have been way higher on my 100 list. Or on my list as well. It was. I'm almost positive. Actually, I, I can check, but I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it was on my list anyway. But it would have been way higher. It didn't make my list. What? What? Would it now? Uh yeah, it might. Oh, Although breaking... I got to admit, it was really quite terrifying watching it now. Thanks, Eric. Just what we needed to watch right now. <laughs> Dave was getting mad at me. It's like scary stop being hell. so sensitive. I'm like, it's scaring me. And that, well, and that doesn't make it a good movie. That's it doesn't make it a film. good movie, but it literally felt like I had the news on. Well, this is nothing to do with what happened in, in that type of movie. They're too complete. It was my number 62, The Bay. But there it is. And you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I come higher or not. Definitely not lower. But anyway, we'll get to that when we get to it. We got The Bay, and we got Intruder. We got some questions to answer. I think... I think I don't know. What do you guys want to do first? Any preference? Let's do Intruder. I got that damn song. <laughs> because nice. Truth be told, I really dug this movie way back when we talked about it in the slasher film, and Brandon and I were both kind of we weren't saying it was horrible, but we were kind of I wasn't as high. I was kind of shitting on it a little bit, and this this view was really enjoyable again. Wow, I'm really interesting dumb. because I, I remember when we talked about coming down on this one, and uh, every time I watch it, I like it less and less. What? I got yeah. something to say then. Well, first the... of all, I, I got breaking news. Da-da-da-da. Emma Wright has just joined us. Hey! So, hey! A live shout out. Yes. A live shout out. Right before we recorded, Cody came in. Right before that, William came in. Anyway, people are popping, but I wanted to say something. You know? Damn right, Shyamalan. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
that's awesome. Anyway, you didn't give your official thing. Uh, yeah, well, Christian just decided he's okay. changing the format. He's jumping right in. He's giving hey. ratings. I haven't even gave a description yet. Nasty coffee. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> Nasty. All right, Intruder, directed by Scott Spiegel from 1989. The overnight stock crew of a local, 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 of a local supermarket find themselves being stalked and slashed by a mysterious maniac. Boom. Not mysterious if you got the VHS tape. <laughs> Isn't that a shame that they did that? And, and and the new release on the blue and all that shit? It's all there. And I, I'll tell you what. I never saw any of this when I was a kid. But if you watch the trailer, boy, it's pretty obvious. Have you seen the trailer? And they show him he's talking. And he goes, I just love this store. And so the other <laughs> he goes, there's going to be one more killing tonight. Don't you think that that's fucking giving a... Who else would talk that way? If you're not, Dude, not only is that VHS obviously a spoiler, but remember uh what was the other slasher was it girls night out the title menu the title menu for girls night out if you pop in the dvd uh-huh what does it say it shows the killer with a knife <laughs> really on the title menu like That's before hilarious. you hit play yeah i think you I mentioned did you bring that up on the show i think i brought it up yeah. on the on the 50s yeah a yeah. lot of these slashers like to spoil but to be honest this one man ugh, i have so many issues with this film oh my god well, hold on. What? Hold the fuck on. No. Hold yeah, on. Listen. Right. No, 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 no. I'm not mad because part of me. Hold the fuck on. I'm not mad. No, no, I'm not. I wanted to say this right off the bat before we went into uh, into it, too. I was going to say it anyway because uh, I kind of get the same feeling. I'll meet you on that because I don't think this movie is meant to be watched again and again and again. Okay. And that that's fine. But I feel a little bit like you do where it does decrease a little bit each time. However, the reason I'm still holding it up high is because take a look at this movie, take a look at the year 1989, and take a look at the year 2020. And hey, take a look this... at me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an empty space. There's the singing. Didn't we promise Marco a lot yeah. of singing? The there you go. And you coming back to me is against all odds. <laughs> and that's what I got to face. This is okay, why anyway. we rule. <laughs> That's sure, awesome. I agree. Thank you. Yes, I'm <laughs> petting ourselves on the back. Okay. Um, <laughs> so take a look at 2020. Why is a movie like this so fucking hard to make? They can't make it. Say what you want about Intruder, but when's the last time you watched a slasher movie just like this that they've been trying to reproduce again for years and years and they can't? Just your basic thing. The characters are fine. Yes, there isn't a whole hell of a lot going on in between, but it's not annoying, and the kills are all, not all, but a lot of the kills are mwah. We don't see this anymore. So you can criticize us if you want, but look at nowadays. The three of us, I think, if we had the budget, we could make a slasher movie like this, but why is something like this so hard to do nowadays? That's why I still have to give it heavy props. You can't they don't make them like this anymore. I, I can't do it. I can't do it because it, as as judging this film by itself, it's still a very mediocre film and the characters are absolutely terrible. To the point where even I'm not sure what certain characters names are. And um Jen, the character of Jen, she's she's like Rennie. Not really. Not I, really. I wouldn't go that yeah. hard. But you know yeah. what? I know what you're saying for a movie that spends 35 minutes of its running time trying to get us to get to know the characters. Uh, they're they're still like paper thin. I Ridic I, I and the acting is so bad. The acting in certain scenes is bad. I think the main guy that ends up uh, 
uh, spoiler, it's a guy that is the killer. I actually think he does a pretty good job. I think I he's do. the worst in the whole film. Oh. What? He is the worst. He is the, he is the worst actor. You're Horrible. Crazy. Him, him, and the Spicoli character. Terrible. Well, the Spicoli character was a a, a cardboard cutout. It was a freaking. It was a a character. The but dialogue that... and the acting and the the fight sequences and the shitty POV views. Do you know, like in this movie, like focus more on developing your characters rather than give us a point of view of a shopping cart. A point of view of a telephone, and a point of view of a garbage can. That I is the director's. The that? That's the director's Spiel, Spiel, Sp- Scott Sp- Spiegel. Spiegel. Thank you. Spiegel, <laughs> <laughs> my precious. So Chris Spiegel. So Chris Spiegel. Doctor Spielberg. What'd you say? What's it called? Doctor Spielberg. Doctor Spielberg. I think I gotta go see Doctor Lipschitz. I gotta get to look at. <laughs> All I know is that's what he did. He, he he took. I guess because he worked so closely with Sam Raimi, he he took it like to these wacky, wacky. I won't say pretentious, but definitely forced. And it was like, where was he for the last few years? Like jail, and it comes in it, and it goes in, and, and it shows her through the gated. The gated uh, display. It, it's a little overdone. I totally get you. But it's a gimmick. Seen, and have you I ever seen it. a butcher knife that doesn't cut through anything? Not even flesh? What that last knife? sequence with Craig butchering uh, Billy is just like, he's hitting, he's, he's missing him half the time. Nothing's happening. So it's like wrestling. I felt like, <laughs> it, I felt like it was choppy. And I'm not again. I'm not disagreeing. It's just this enjoyment level went up because what it's all about is typically the kills. The only thing yeah. this is really missing from any of the other ones is nudity. Right. And and they do like it is weird. Renee, Renee's killing at the beginning. It, 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 the cutaway killer is, is dumb. It's, it's a they terrible. They split kill. her head in half. It's a crime. That that's the crime of this film. That she has a cutaway kill. True. And that she is not the final girl because Renee Estevez is even though she kind of sucked. In the final chase in Sleepaway 2 and everything else, but I'm not putting that on her. I think that she's more relatable. I I would have rather her have been the final girl. And I'm not saying that the other girl is a Rennie. I like her more because we at least we see her conflict with the ex-boyfriend and everything else. So there is something to to care about with her. But I, I would have preferred her. I would love this I, movie to be remade. This movie could be remade, and you could do it. But because I love I love the setting. I, again, to me, a slasher movie is about what do you do in a setting. So instead of the woods, they picked a supermarket. The supermarket could have been bigger. Uh, you don't get a good sense of geography here. And they, they go up into the attic at one point, and it looks like they're knocking on the door to the manager's room. The manager is like upstairs in some weird like area. Yes. They open the window and it's like, oh, like, yeah. I like what they're trying to do. I, yeah. I will meet you halfway, Brandon. I think they, they half fail in, in, in certain regards, but there's enough good stuff here. And the effects by KMB are fantastic. Yeah, dude. And look, it, it's they're, like I said. They're mixed for me. That's oh, mixed. Well, okay, look it. It's like okay, I guess we can get to the get to that. But this to me, this reminds me of like I said, the, a movie like The Mutilator, and a movie like um, uh, damn it, Thanksgiving. What what the hell is it? Blood rage. Oh, uh, blood rage. Blood rage. Yeah. Where I've said it before many times on this show, if you get nothing else right in your slasher movies, especially from this time period, get the kills right. The movies that are remembered for their kills, I would rather have a movie that has great kills and you know. 
inconsequential things in between than a great plot with all cutaway kills and great characters. I, I that, That's me. When I watch a slasher, especially in the 80s, that's what you popped for. That's what you and your friends got together and you're running a VHS and you put it in and, oh, those are the punchlines. I've said that before, too. You're like, you can't wait to get to those gory kills. And there's like three or four that are really good. And that's what I, I think I, it I is. Say, I'd say there's three really good kills in here. But One. I disagree with you guys. Go ahead, B. I'm sorry. Three really good kills in here, but poor dialogue and a lot of misdirection on the director's part to try and trick us. Because we got ourselves here a slasher film, which is a whodunit. So we don't know who the killer is. But if you notice, with every kill, the shadow standing behind every victim is a different person. Is not the oh, killer. So it's smart. It's what they used to do back then. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I don't well, do you like, like it, no. it when John Carpenter does it in in the thing when he when the guy drops the uh, when the dog walks in the room and you see the shadow on the wall and he purposely said let's make that a shadow of no, uh, someone in the crew, no one in the cast, so they wouldn't be able to guess it. Or like when they do it in fucking Sleepaway Camp, how they have Ricky actually yeah. in half the scenes doing the killings. I, mean, I actually was, don't mind it either. I don't. I don't. No, I I don't like it. I don't like it. Bullshit. I, I respect it because it's trickery. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's and sh- and having it look like Ricky is fine because they were about the same size. So if she threw on a hat, I have no problem accepting that Angela would look like Ricky. This year, if you look, especially on the first kill, Renee on uh, Renee Estevez's kill on Linda's kill, the man standing there has a much fuller head of hair and is about a foot taller. Who grabs her by the throat? Much taller. Maybe there's multiple killers and he killed the other guys off too. Well, that that would have been that would have been a good twist. I thought they could have done something with having more than one killer, especially with Renee's with um with Renee's with Jen's nosebleeds. Oh, well, Again, they, I, I like how just, that gets her uh, found, which is I, 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 felt, I felt like it was weak. They started it very early in the movie, and then just to have it be you know it's soaked into a puddle for for a scene where where he chops at cardboard, but the butcher knife doesn't even cut through it. It's a very sloppy movie. Brandon doesn't like something. Okay, but it's a slasher film, and it's better than a lot of the ones that uh, came before it. A lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. It's not on your top 50? It is in my my top 50, and I I think it would drop off, though. No, I wouldn't for me, but it was. I looked. I just looked. That's what I was doing while you were talking, Brandon, and I I got it's number 39 for me. I have and no I, idea. What that and I rated from. it seven point five at the time, and I still think that that's a decent rating. Uh, but where I'm going with it is that I like what the the things that they try to do. A, they try to establish people. A, they give us good gory kills. A, they have a good setting. They have a good twist at the end. Where you know when I, I make the joke when the police officers come and Alice is in the canoe at the end of Friday the Thirteenth. And, you know, Jason gets her and whatever, and then they're in the hospital after. I, I think they'd be like, hey, man, we, we pulled you out of the river. And you know what? We got some questions for you. Because she'd be prime suspect number one, really. Who's there to tell the story? Okay, they see Mrs. Voorhees with her head cut off. Doesn't mean anything. They don't know anything yet. Yet they're, she's the innocent one. And they're whatever. I love how the cops come, see the two survivors, and instantly say, like, wait. They're the guilty ones. And then they've yeah. got the guy saying, they did it. They killed them all. I thought that was great. I love that. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it because it was a girl who called the cops. She's even screaming, I'm the one who called you. Well, yeah. Well, at least she said resp- that. They're responding, and they could think it's just a, cu- a cover. And yeah, but they, the, don't even, they don't even attempt to talk to her. It's, it's typical stupid cops, you know, wink, wink ending. 
Oh, uh, but that I, was a three-second shot. Yeah. You're acting like it was 10 minutes after. It was, was like 10 minutes beating. of them slamming them against the car. The cop pulls her hair, which <laughs> I, I'm laughing happened. at this point. It's Two funny. Minutes. They're, like, slamming them. It's, it's like a, like a three-stooges routine. <laughs> Bruce well, Campbell I'll tell you what. In there. It's just, this is the f- Sam Raimi offshoot. The friends that were part of like the, the film crew and they went off and they did, you know, Thou Should Not Kill Except. They did Intruder and, and they went on to do their own things. And, you know, I think they show back up in like the Hercules series and Xena and whatever. And they, they help out like they're just an offshoot. They're not they what? don't have the same the same talent that Raimi does. I, th- but I think fun. anal itch has got me down. That's probably what's going on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> that is what he says. You are yeah. you are acting as if this is like like high caliber art. No, but I used to hold it in such high regards. Even as a slasher, I know we got to hold it to a different standard. But it's just my enjoyment level of this. I'm watching. I'm like, that's fair. Sloppy. I'm like, it could be better. What that are you doing? Fair. What are you doing working tonight? Working. What? Who wrote that? Oh come it's on! Look at Friday funny. the Thirteenth dialogue. I mean, come on. Some of that's just there to be there when they're playing. I know, but sir, I, look, there's no rhyme or reason. You brought up these examples. Sleepaway Camp, I told you I could buy it if Angela, you know, tucks her hair in and puts on a cap. She looks like Ricky. The thing, I had no idea the shadow wasn't supposed to resemble anyone because. We talked was, about it when we reviewed it. Did we? Yeah, I brought it up. I know Dude, I brought I, it up. I don't remember what I said 10 well, minutes ago. But uh, that, I'm, not really, I'm actually not happy about that. But. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's misdirection. Just... That's what they did back then. And again, B, I'll say it again. When they made these movies, they're not thinking that they're going to be examined one day. They're they're slashers. They're they're cashing in. They're they're having some fun. I don't know. I just well, that... the, I, the big shame was the R-rated video cassette. Oh, not just that. with showing the right. killer predominantly on the fucking cover holding the head. The fact that it was cut to shit. So now. You've right. got exactly what B's complaining about. You've got a slasher movie that seems kind of sloppy if you don't like all this stuff, that spends 35 minutes trying to develop characters and story that then doesn't deliver on any of the kills. I agree, and the difference is this. My Bloody Valentine was also cut to hell, but I would still watch it. I still enjoyed it because I liked everything going on outside of the kills. It was a and fun the ca- slasher. And, the ca- and it had really good characters. I'm with you, B. That's why yeah. that's a 9 out of 10 to me, yeah. with or without the kills. And, and, yeah, yeah. and this is not. Yeah. But I'm not calling it a shitball. And I'm also saying that, you know, I disagree with you guys. And I know a lot of people have the same complaint you guys have i i happen to like those freaking shots through the telephone and everything else it separates it it, it, it this this it gives this movie a signature but in a good way if it was something i didn't like i would hate it like if all of a sudden they switched it to uh i don't know a negative or a black and white thing or something that wouldn't do anything for me but i happen to like that that, that they they spent a little time putting you know, some little flare into their film to separate it from the other. I'm not criticizing them because those are bad shots. I'm criticizing them because they should have spent more time fixing other stuff that was bad. And I'm, I would say, Dave, I like this, and this is going to come across as like, I don't want this to come across as condescending because I love that stuff back when I was 16, 18 range and 20. So when I first saw this, that's what I I love that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then as you get older, I'm like, nah, it's really kind of forced and, and, and whatnot. And the, the shots when they're talking by the bread, the bread container, which literally could have been edited right out of the, the film. It's Renee and the other two, the character, I think the split those, the, the, the stoner dude. And they're talking oh, about being filmed the reflection of the bread thing. That, yeah. that was useless, but I see that Dave. So, I mean, I did like it way back when it's just over time. I just kind of fell out of love with those, those kind of crazy shots. 
I don't know. I, I, I can understand that. I just think it's better than just a regular shot. I, it's just, I don't know, something different. And B, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you halfway. Uh, do I wish they would have spent more time on maybe better dialogue and, and more character development? Sure. But what I want them to get right is what they got right. So that's why this was my number 20. <laughs> it was my number 20 slasher. It was B's like 42 or 43. And C, you said it was like 30-something? 30 39, yeah. 39. So... Whatever. I, being the gorehound that I am, uh, I, I when we made that list, when I watch a movie once every, like, four or five years, that's great. When I watch the same slasher three times in a year from the 80s, then I could see it going down a little bit. Because then I'll, you've seen the punchline so many times, and it separates. And for a while, you couldn't get some of these movies. Like, I remember when I got Intruder, and when I got, um, what the hell else was out of print? A lot of things were out of print, and we just didn't see them for, like, 15 years or so and then they came around on dvd then they were out and then they came back on blue so it's the same thing we criticize people for people getting excited getting a release a good slasher is still a good slasher member berries member berries but still (laughs) it's not good slashers something that is worthy enough to make a top 50 or a top 100 if you're a slasher fan it's different to you i happen to to like you know the the way slashers are they're fun to me and it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just different. Maybe that's why, you know, like C says, you got to look at it for what it is. And I, it's like I, I said on our show, they're like cult movies. I have find myself being movie. pulled further and further away from the slasher genre the more I rewatch some of these, which is I sad understand. because I used to be just a diehard slasher fan. You these know are, why, though? You check your brain at the door because now you're into the arts, art films and, and whatever. I, but so am I. Yeah. Well, I, that's it. You can be into both. Like, I like these still. I still go back to them. And Hell Yeah. It's it's fine. Like I said, I would like to see a remake. I, I would love to do a remake of this. We should do it. And I the would, thing is, something else I don't about like the this. title though. Intruders so generic. There's so many intruders. Intruder? Except, I know. Well, that's why they changed it. That's why they changed the title to Intruder to go with a more generic title. It had a different title. And it was 1989. Super Slasher. I got something. <laughs> probably something like that. But can we talk about dead. the fact that that Ted and Sam Raimi look so much alike in this? I still don't know who Sam Raimi is in the movie. Sam Raimi is the guy that gets on the meat hook in his in his yeah um, he's a uh, yeah he's um Randy, the one who actually talks. Ted Raimi is the one who's listening to that ridiculous song. Did it? Did it? Did it? For the yeah. fucking whole movie, the same song yeah. over I know Ted Raimi. I've seen him so many times in movies. He's easy. Sam. Every time I've seen Sam, like if you show me a picture of Sam Raimi now, I'll tell you in a second that's Sam Raimi. But for whatever reason, when I see him here. It, it 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 never has resonated. It's so weird. And in, in, in Intruder, I thought it almost looks like the same. It looks like one of them could be playing both characters. You just slick the the hair down or whatever. They both, I guess. I guess the other guys besides him and the stoner guy kind of look generic to me. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it was a couple guys that were just kind of there, and I mixed them up. You know, I found myself checking out so much, especially towards the end of the film. You know what I was really contemplating for a while, and I wrote it in my notes. When Jen changes her shirt, I thought she had her shirt on backwards because it's buttoned up in the back. And I'm saying to myself, how did she button that up? <laughs> Only him. I don't no, think about it. Think about it. It's all buttoned up in the back. How the other girl that? helped her. The other girl was long dead. Oh. Hmm. Well, the guy that she was made... fucking. Remember she was fucking a the guy there? They were kind of like getting it on almost on top of the, the register. I thought they that. Beated. Yeah. Why not? Why not him? Better him than the killer, you know what I mean? How about the first guy, though? <laughs> and I'll, I'll, let me say this. Slashers, one more thing about this in, in general before 
I get into some of my notes here. One more thing. Slashers, I think, at the time, because that's what we did when we were kids, and even now, they are meant to be watched with a group of people. It's not the same watching Party The Intruder movies. by yourself. Yes, it's not the same watching it by yourself. Now, a Friday the 13th or a Halloween top of the mops type freaking slashers, that's different. Uh, that's that's so ingrained in our, our souls. Grab a few beers, you, chips, popcorn with a bu- some friends, and you sit back and you get like and you make fun of it, which we did. Intruder we did. movie. Yes, we did. We loved it. We laughed at the, the stupid shit and we and we marveled at the, the kills. You know what I mean? That's what it was. Like I said, if it's a Halloween or a Friday or a real top one, I could watch it by myself. That's fine. But movies like this, and I get you, B, because you've watched watch it so party? much time. <laughs> the three of us? Fuck a fucking watch party. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> Let me take that back. If the patrons are all into a watch party, then we could do one. My My personal feelings aside. I would do it for for you guys for the love of the, the the listeners and us. That's fine, but it's in general. That's why I said fuck a watch. I'm I'm whatever. Let people do what they want. Put on the spot. I I meant just so that we're watching it not by ourselves, just together. But I was joking. But, that would be fun, but that's one way to do it. But who the fuck has time for that? Well, that, we not don't. Me. And I'm kidding because we all watch them at different times anyway. I mean, the well, I, I, I choose. <laughs> I choose. I I choose daughter and wife over watch party and Skype. Oh, absolutely. That that that's it. Is, I made it rhyme too. Daughter and wife. Yeah, he's a, he's a leprechaun. The, is uh, this film intentionally meant to be ridiculously funny? Is what is? Do you pretty, think this film is intentionally meant to be ridiculously funny and stupid? The Raimis, yeah. of course it's. Yeah, no, it's there. I mean, I think it's supposed to be totally tongue in chink. The um, <laughs> the police they run a background check and they find out that Craig's on parole. Like that's that was hilarious. Who found was, out that? The cops, they're like, we ran a background check and we found out he's on parole. Of course he's out of prison. He just attacked you. That's why you're called there. Wait a minute. Now I'm confused. They call the police to the store. The police show up, oh. these goofy-ass cops who are like 90 years old. Right. And, you know, they're telling them, you know, Craig came and attacked us. They're like, well, we ran a background check and it turns out he's out on parole. So why is that weird to you? Why wouldn't they it's find a ridicu- It's a ridiculous line that it's only meant to, to garner laughter from people. Why is of it course funny? he's out on parole. He's there. He, he's out on, he's, no, they're just saying that he's out, out of jail. He was just arrested. Now he's out. Yeah, he's he's a criminal. A prison. Right. So they're letting us know that he spent the year in prison. They're letting us know that. We already knew that because of the story. Well, the cops are telling the people that. Like, if you call the cops on somebody and, and they, they were uh, broke into your house right now and tried to kill you. And they the know guy who he is, though. They know his story. That's what's so ridiculous. Yeah, but the cops don't know that you know who it is. They're going to come in and say, hey, we found this guy. He's out on parole. I'm assuming Jen, when she called the police, said, hey, you know, my ex-boyfriend just attacked us. His uh, name is. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm just going by logical stuff here. The TV guide maybe. scare, the sting thing. Oh, like, how about the TV guide? Did you guys realize that there were two TV guides in this movie? And no. Out at the same time. Yeah, one of them says uh, it was blue, and the headline was... um. Is TV getting better or worse, it says. And then there was another one a little bit later, and it was another one, and there was three people on it, a guy, an older woman, and a kid. I was trying to figure out what show it was at the time. But the reason that's funny is because TV Guide only came out once a week because it was for the shows that week. So they had two TV Guides out at the same time. I got a kick out of it. You could always find – I remember buying the TV Guides. You could always oh. find the old one still there alongside the, <laughs> the other I ones. Suppose, I suppose for collecting. I, I miss the TV Guide. <laughs> You think there's collectors of TV guides? 
Absolutely. They display them on a wall. Absolutely. I would love that, though. You'd be able to find out, because I've always wanted to go. You Try Googling when Friday the 13th aired on TV. You'd figure you'd be able to get an answer. It's not that easy to Arthur find out Costanza. when it first aired on TV. Seinfeld. Arthur Costanza collected TV guides. Well, there you go. We'll go oh, and get yeah, his collection. <laughs> the, just for the title seat, uh, sake, it was a working title called Night Crew, which is a much better title. Yeah. Night Agreed. Crew. Then there was another pre-release title called Nerve Endings, which I, I don't really like. Ter- it doesn't sound And then there's a video title also called Night Crew, The Final Checkout, which is actually a, a good slasher title as well. Generic. Even Checkout. Checkout would be a good title. Yeah. Over in- Checkout is a great remake title. It's a double. Yeah. It won't be a, a remake. We won't call it a remake. Let's it do can't it. be a remake because it's got to be better than this. Well, so it has to be, be a reimagining. Yeah. I can't okay. re- whatever it is, we can do it. We can have our daughters act in it easily. Your daughter's the uh, same age as mine, basically. I don't have a daughter. Me and me and me and C. And then yeah. you so can play. I'm, a- I'm out of the project. Uh, yeah. No, you can, can play. Your executive producer. Can I play produce Grimsby? <laughs> key grip. Go grip my cock in the back <laughs> with a key. <laughs> How about that opening title sequence? Didn't didn't you feel like it's an opening title sequence for a werewolf film? Yes. Like, yes. like I'm sorry, I have so it's so funny. The music was though. a little. I liked the music, but it was definitely repetitive. Yeah, like <laughs> it fits in though. I mean, it, I can dig it. How about the green, uh, the, the the letters being in green, Intruder. I like it. That's what I like about these kind of movies. Back then, they actually did certain things on the freaking on, on the title card. I respect it, even though it might be a little cheesy. I like it. How about this? How about when the guy, the boyfriend, comes in and he tells the girl, I got a gimp hand from writing letters. He tells her. (laughs) A gimp hand. (laughs) He's trying to make her feel guilty. He was writing so many letters in jail, he's got a gimp hand. (laughs) Oh, God. Sick son of a bitch. This was another one. So I know that uh, the back of Fangoria, there's like the, the midnight video. Or whatever. Yeah. It was either Midnight Video or the other one, uh, Revoc, Revoc Films, that I got this uncut. Revoc, what is it? it from fucking, uh, what do you call it? Scanners? Yeah. That was the guy. <laughs> oh, wow. the guy they had uh, one in Canada and he had a bunch of uncut uh, uh, videos as well. Uncut gems. Yeah. But this was uh, <laughs> this is what I ordered in. I remember that was the first time I saw it on a bootleg, uh, on a bootleg print because you couldn't get it anywhere. I think it was only when it came out on DVD did they finally have the uncut version. I had that DVD too. Yep. It had, it had that weird cover and the letters were like, it started, I was small and it got bigger as it went on. And I remember selling it. I found out that this was going to come out on blue. I, I sold it on Amazon or eBay for a pretty penny. I was like, yeah, you know. Can we see that pretty that. penny? <laughs> <laughs> nope. But you can see my uncut gem, a.k.a. Junior. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Sorry. How about David's? Re- how about David's reaction when he looks through the uh, the manager's window and he sees uh, he sees Craig coming towards Jennifer? Did you like he has that King Kong? He's like, ah, right, Jennifer! And he's like, <laughs> he starts banging. Ah, right, Jennifer! Like you gotta watch it. It's so funny. He's like, ah, right, Jennifer! I swear that's exactly how it sounds. In fact, somebody recently told me they watched uh, New Blood. And they heard 
Melissa introduced herself as Melissa. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. Just, just like in What's this, I swear. He's, he's like, ah, gentlemen! And he starts back. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's actually quite, I found myself laughing more than, because there's absolutely zero tension in this. <laughs> also, the part where she hits, where she hits the killer with the bottle. And it's a green break. bottle. It's clearly a plastic bottle when it hits him. Then she drops it and it smashes. Um, the head beating with the severed head, it's clearly a plastic head. It's like... It's oh, some... he's like, what's his name? <laughs> the plastic head. <laughs> I love the fact that the guy that got his eye <laughs> down on the... Uh, on like Is, note is alive for the next four hours? He's alive, but then when, when she runs down, he's like, help, help, and she treats him like he's a zombie. And it's like, yeah. hey, and runs by him and gets the hell out of the dungeon and helps him. The guy has yeah. no eye, just wants some help. And she takes him for him. He's alive for eight hours, yet it's... it's how about it's, the other guy who's the opposite? They're having that big scuffle in the fucking, in, in, in the store with the, with the guy. This guy's getting thrown over here. This is happening. Things are breaking. And all of a sudden, the guy walks down. He's got a cup of coffee. He's got a styrofoam cup in his hand, uh, drinking coffee real casual. And he's like, he's like, hey, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I mean, this shit's blowing up in the place. He's there all casual, like fucking, I don't know. That was, uh, oh, that, juice was spilled, you know? that was, that was Sam Raimi. But that's, that that's, was Sam Raimi, that guy that said, what the hell is going on here? With the yeah, who walks out there who then gets chucked. He gets thrown. Oh, yeah. Wow. There is some funny bits in the movie. That it goes with The other thing is with a guy, like a butcher knife is like, what, that long? And the guy gets stabbed, and it's still like a good portion out of him, but the, it penetrates the beer cans behind him. And they all start firing and fizzing and whatever. Good idea, but that knife uh-huh. should have been drilled right through him. Yeah. Pretty much, instead of, like, just into him <laughs> to penetrate <laughs> behind. How about the Hamilton Beach fucking blender? He even said that. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, I was hanging. The, the stoner guy, Spicoli, like, he's like, yeah, I was hanging out with him, and he was really cool and all. And then uh, he just got crazy, man, one day. And, and then my brother hit him with a blender. And then the girl said, hit him repeatedly with a blender? And he says, yeah, a Hamilton Beach blender. <laughs> Who the fuck knows what kind of, what your brand name for your blender is? You, Christian, what's your brand name for your blender? I have Do you no know? clue. B, you know what the blender is in your house? What the name is? I have a fry tag. A fry tag? Well, okay. So you want? <laughs> I'm sorry for knowing that. No, that's okay. But still, what are the odds? A Hamilton Beach blender? <laughs> Why would he fucking say that? But hold on, let me let me do it now. B, this is what I was talking about before. I got to find the picture, of course. But look at this. <laughs> let me see if I can get it up. You see it? What are we looking at, though? Oh, Chihuahua beer. Yeah. Look at Chihuahua beer. I texted that to my wife. I go, look at this. And I looked it up. And sure enough, it comes out of California. It still exists. Chihuahua (laughs) beer. I'm 100%. Look at Chihuahua brewing. It's right there, man. Look at this shit. It's something. It's real. I can't believe it. I'm buying it, man. The tagline is brew the Wawas. (laughs) That's it. We got now we can now we can put them all on our film. When we make checkout, they could be drinking Chihuahua beer, and at the end, a slasher is going to turn into a fucking a crazy supernatural film, and they're going to say release the Wawas, and they're going to no, we're going to we're going to approach that beer company, and then at the end, we're going to be, this has been sponsored by Chihuahua beer. <laughs> bring bring out the Wawas. Release the Wawas. Bring out. That's going to be great. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. <laughs> Chihuahua beer. Release the Wawa. There it is. <laughs> right after the credits. 
How about the customer who walks right into the door? Yeah. And it's like pitch black in there. He literally, he's like, shit, honey, they're closed. Yeah, but that's real life. If you've ever worked in a, in retail at all, those idiots, if you're not open, you won't open early for me? No. That's why we've got hours, you jackass. Trust right? me, I flash back and get just as angry as when I was in that moment in time. Just wait. We'll open when we open. There's a process here, and we close when we close, assholes. Right? I, like when he, I like when he pulls her hair out. You see how much hair he pulls oh. out of her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he almost scalped her. <laughs> the end, she's like half bald. Oh, that's great. There she looks like, look like Eric Webster by the end. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy bald man. <laughs> Chihuahua is made by Cerveza, the original Mexican-American beer. Man, I can't get over that. How have we never heard of Chihuahua? Tell you can't get over it. (laughs) I know. I just anything Chihuahua is gonna make me pop every time. I mean, holy shit. Anyway, (laughs) what was written on the door? Was that written by the customer who couldn't get in? Did you see that word written in like the dust on the door? No, I don't remember. It spelled star one way or rats the other. Star or rats? Huh? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Star or rats? I wonder what he was trying to say. Probably rats, right? Why was he like, oh, oh, rats, it's closed. Rats, no maybe. Clue. This is the kind maybe of stuff should... I was noticing. I was like waiting for like it to end, and I'm like, oh, look. It says rats there. Rats or star? Interesting. Hmm, I don't know. And the bread guy really... is the director. Who is? The bread guy who gets oh, killed. Oh, really? Yeah, he gets killed, and then he gets thumped on the head. <laughs> he, gets, <laughs> he gets mutilated, and then as he's falling down... Fucking Billy just thumps him on the head. It's really funny. Nice. Now, what about the um, the, the the cool, the editing, the the cuts when somebody would die and they would go to something. They were they were kind of clever, you know, half off that shit. Yeah. And the, the guy was cut in half, and then there was something about sharpening knives, and then something else about a uh, crush production box or something because the guy was crushed. That oh, was the, cr- the crush proof box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There were some good cool. little like funny. Like stuff like that for sure, but I mean, like again, the the mo- the, the dumb one was the um, Renee getting stabbed. It was just and that was the, awkwardly edited, and then the, the watermelon. watermelon. Yeah. yeah, that was that was dumb. But when when uh, yeah. Ted Raimi gets the knife in the back of the head, I oh. like how it splits the the earphones oh. off. Yeah, there's more blood that came down. Definitely, that, that was it. I mean, other than, but it was a great. I love that those type of gimmick kills where you know you're wearing headphones and then something goes through it. So then, yeah, they had them split. Oh, that, that's I kind love of a, that's a cool way of of doing it for sure. I love it, man. I, that's what is the kills, and then you got the what is that thing called? We talked about it way. I'm going to repeat something I did on Banana Leaves way back when. But what is that thing called? The the, the first guy, not the oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the first guy that gets killed, the partner. The fucking the guy that runs the store when he the thing that the, the papers going is it called a paper puncher? What is the title of that thing? He puts oh, his eye into it. Yeah, I, 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 never, don't know I never knew. I never knew what they were called, but I always thought they were freaking dangerous as hell. It's like, oh, <laughs> right? I want to see what picked up and that's, that's the idea. That? I have an idea for the kill that I mentioned on the show before. Check out where we could do it and check out, but it's a uh, a turkey thermometer, and it's down on the ground, and someone goes. Bam! Puts your pull, puts the head down on it, pulls it up. It's stuck through the eye, but then it, it just comes in, and you see the temperature going up on the on the thermometer. <laughs> and does, that'd the, be great. Does the little nipple pop out and squeak? <laughs> well, this was a digital one, or like one of the digital ones, so there's no nipple. That would be cool though. He could do one after too, and he could put it in, and someone could walk out. Ah! And say, oh, looks like that guy's ah! been cooked. 
you know, yeah. or something. Oh, he's cooked. What happened to Scott? He's cooked. It'd be a fucking a cheesy line like in Jason X. Remember? Oh, he's screwed or something like that. <laughs> Some shit like that. Uh, Here that comes I, Parker. So nobody knows. I don't know what they're called. Here comes Parker. Yeah, I love that. Dude. A head in one hand. <laughs> the fucking sandwich in the other. It was a cheeseburger in the story. It was cheeseburger in the story. Okay. It was sandwich. a sandwich in... You know what? That was one thing that I wanted to ask. Do you think he's actually Nine Mile Parker? Nope. I think he's he's aping off it. It stuck with him. Okay. I thought maybe it was him. Here comes Parker. I <laughs> but I do that like that great. part. Yeah. <laughs> and beating him with the head, even though it, it does look phony, it's still great. Just beating him with a severed head. I dig it. Yeah. Remember when he holds it up and he's talking with it at first? <laughs> I love yeah, but that. talk about a guy who gets knocked out with one punch from Craig in that awful opening fight sequence. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, you know, after he signs the contract that he has to sell his store, he has superhuman strength and he's picking people up by the back of their necks off the ground. He's hey. lifting Jennifer up by his... Get the, I mean, and he's just beating people to death. Not only that, at the end, he takes a, you know, he takes a knife 15 inches into his heart and uh, it, where'd you not, get when, the knife? When when he when he falls down, when he falls down, the knife pops out of his chest, lands next to him, and he hops right back up with like with nothing. He was just stabbed in the heart, but he's clearly fine and he able to go on. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's ridiculously fun. I, I yeah. I, I'll just add that on to the end. It's by no means it's yeah. by no means perfect. Uh, I will give it a like. Do you have anything else, Dave, in your notes? Oh, only the thing that grosses me out, the fuck, but the, the kills are awesome. The the three kills that are ma- mainly awesome, you know, the, the bandsaw and the fucking, what's the other one? The, uh, oh, the, the, the band trash compactor. And the trash compactor. The trash compactor is good. The hook on the mouth is good. And uh, the, the the meat saw or whatever it's called, oh. it's, it's fantastic. It's, that's fantastic. That's oh, oh. that's. That's awesome. one of the best kills, period, when you see just his oh. mouth and his teeth. It's so close to cutting through his gums. Oh, Oof. that's it's nasty. It's so good. That's, that's the best really reason good kill. Watch this movie for that, if nothing else. That, that's, I mean, but I will say this. The only thing that grosses me out in the whole movie is the fucking the eye in the pickle jar. Because I don't like pickles pickle as juice? it is. Pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> pickle juice is bad. Yes. Well, it's a good thing they're olives. <laughs> oh, are they? Whatever they are, yeah. yeah. Olive yeah, juice, water. Okay, olive juice. Then. I love you what too. I love you too. <laughs> olive juice, awesome. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. Olive I love juice. you too. What is that from Family Guy? <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Oh, well, you know what? I, was, I saw a clip from Family Guy because we were talking about um, George P. Wilbur, and it was that uh-huh. scene from Family Guy where Tom Tucker. George P. Wilbur. Yeah, now, yeah. now anytime Halloween four, like I'm gonna say Tom Tucker plays like Michael. <laughs> oh jeez. That's funny. I like how the head keeps just popping up in different areas, like like kind of put together but not properly. Like right. The, sem- yes. the, the head that he, he puts through the meat saw. It's like all oh. and that becomes the that was the cover for the, the Blu ray release, right? Yeah. yeah. Just the head the big close up of the head all fucked up. That's what made me want to see this movie is sure. the picture of that on Gore Zone. Possibly issue number five. Uh, wow. That's what I saw that and I bought. I was like, I got to see this movie because I was a gore hound. And then when you saw it and it was like just kind of edited around, 
because they, they trimmed it right out of the R-rated version. It was a shame. So, yeah. That's it. That's so, all I got on this. Yeah, that, that's all. I think we, we talked a lot about a, a slasher. You know, yeah, but apparently Beast has not a lot going on, but we we, we got a good conversation. There's not it. a lot going on. We well, kind of we kind of picked it apart, but there really isn't much going on when you think about it. It's just a lot of cut cutting to the scenes of them working, them talking. I mean, there's the first kill isn't until 32 minutes in. It's an hour and 25 minute movie. And first, yet I don't hate that. Like, I'd rather watch that than the first half hour of Curtains, which fucking puts me to sleep on the first. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll take Curtains. Scores on number Wait. six. Oh, six. Ooh, damn it, close, I was off by one. You're, you're still a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's, I just watched Revenge of the Nerds a couple nights ago, by the way. Nerd! <laughs> I love that movie, man. <laughs> oh, me, I watched it about a hundred times when I was a kid. My God, I love it. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I'll tell you what. I came down just a little bit. Uh, it was my number 20. I came down a little bit. It's still making my list, though, with, with the rating I'm giving it. And I'm giving, giving it the old Jason Lloyd, 7.5 out of 10. I was at 7.5. For whatever reason, I thought I was at 7. So I feel that's very comfortable. I think that's the right rating for the movie, 7.5. Nice. With it. I think I was at 7. I'm coming down. There's just there's no tension. Uh, I'm sorry. There's no tension in this last year. Three awesome kills, one amazing kill, but the, no, char- the, no character development whatsoever. A lot of misdirections, a lot of sloppy parts in this, and 6 out of 10 is the max I can go. Holy shit! You went down a full point on yeah. this discussion. There's just no enjoy. It's not even the discussion. I actually enjoyed talking about it more than I enjoyed watching it. I just, I find very little enjoyment. Oh, whoa! That Intruder was on alert! Shelves. <laughs> Intruder alert! I remember that. Intr- I had that too. I sucked the uh, the gore zone cover. Everybody. Oh yeah, they edited it in. Yeah. There were no no jump scares in this slasher. Nothing like that. Nothing like I. I and they could have. And this they is why could've. it's ripe for a remake. Yeah, it is. Just, I, that's another thing. I see so many things. I like, I like the nosebleed. I'm like, they could have they could have turned that into her being a killer also or something, you know. Yeah. I, I, I just I see so much potential here. But uh, I don't know. Some of the sloppiness of, you know, the bottle, you know, plastic bottles, the butcher knives not cutting through anything. Chihuahua beer. Chihuahua beer. <laughs> just if we call it checkout and we just take place yep. at a supermarket, doesn't of course. we don't need to get the rights for anything. Dude, I, I, love the idea. I love the idea I of agree. a slasher in a supermarket, and I love the idea of a slasher in a school because I always thought the old-fashioned paper cutters in the school, you take that thing off, man, you can have some good decapitations with that. Oh, oh that could be in a supermarket too, the guy, the guy's office. That, that, that's, that's true. Cool. I love yes. that. I love those yeah. old-fashioned paper cutters. Remember, they used to let us use those in second and third grade. Yeah. Yeah. They could Don't take your head off. stuck in that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and why? Why did they not? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil it now. I don't think anyone's gonna steal my idea. But they have a meat slicer. And they showed in the movie, why was that meat slicer not used in a kill? You know what I'm talking about, right? The, yeah. the circular saw and the thing. All yeah. my life, I worked around one when I was in the pizzeria business, you know? I used to always picture someone's tongue being put up on that fucking, ah, doesn't it just make you wince? Dude, That's a I worked in a, I worked in a, I worked in a deli, and those things are so sharp. Because we, I mean, we had to be careful. I wasn't, when I first started, my first job, I was uh, 15. I wasn't allowed to use it. Sure, right. I know. And they yeah. wouldn't let me use it until I, I think I think when I turned sixteen they let me start. <laughs> <laughs> He's a member of the ARC, I know. They said stop putting your dick in the meat slicer. Uh, <laughs> stop, cir- 
I'll do crazy about this store. <laughs> awesome. I'm telling you, look, be on the lookout. Checkout 2022. We be can do it. Look out for checkout. <laughs> yeah. We'll say that. That'll be what well, we can have promos in the meantime. That be on the be, lookout. This should checkout. be our film. This is our film. This is what the patron money is going towards. Our right, slash. This is what we yes. should be so doing. We're going to lock down a, a, a supermarket location. We'll have to get like some See? little mom pod place, but it's got to be big enough to make Here's it. Here's the fucked up part. Yeah. You can only do it right now because they're not open, but they wouldn't let us do it right now, yeah. and we can't do it right now. This yeah. is the only time you're going to fucking see, like, one of those small supermarkets shut down, maybe. <laughs> I've got a do. school down the street from me, a high school that's closed down. Ooh. Closed down, boarded up high school. I've been like, really? this is, I would love to feel like, I was thinking, of, if I could get, like, the rights to go in there to do, like, a ghost movie or something like that. But if you get, if the electricity works and whatever, you can... Have a, Go uh, get some B footage right now. Go right now. Yeah, just get the B footage. Just use it for our, our set. We turn it into a grocery store, and then right do it now, somewhere else. <laughs> no, please go. Oh, <laughs> gee, we need a kitchen. I loathed more than you before, anything. and I loathe you now. Patreon exclusively. <laughs> Jesus, my screen is so. Yeah, Patreon exclusively. Anyway, oh. I liked it. Fun watch again. Thank you for recommending another watch of it. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Why do I, like, I feel like lately my ratings, like, I've been, like, a negative Nancy on my ratings. I don't know. I hope that the next movie we do brings you up. But we'll see. I know you were kind of bitching about that, but we're not there yet. Bitching about it for different reasons. Not because it's a bad movie. Just because it's scary. I'm not knocking you. It frightened me. I am. (laughs) That's okay. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I am. Um, Maybe we should do our questions now. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, boy. I have a feeling this is going to be a regular thing on the show. Uh, yeah, to what the, gonna... yeah, boy. Well, that too. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy. Look at B's yeah. face. He's just a white mess. Yeah, he's a ghostly. He should be the ghost in the school. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, my Word document. I'm looking inside. It's so bright. I school ghost. School I ghost dad. Ghost, Here we go. Ah. Ghost stepdad. Ghost, dad. ghost son. Ghost he's the total dad. opposite of Bill Cosby. He's that white. <laughs> I would like to talk to you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, whew. Man, okay, so. Brandon? Can I call you a cab? Don't call me a cab. You're a cab. You're a towel. Uh, <laughs> I was watching so Kicking yeah. It Old School last night. That movie was funny. That I've never seen so, it. It's so bad, but so funny. There's one part where he's drunk and she's like, can I call you a cab? Don't call me a cab. You're a cab. <laughs> that oh, is like such an old joke from like the 50s. I think it's like in every like musical movie that my dad showed me. <laughs> hey, call me a cab. Hey, Henry, you're a cab. Well, it's nice <laughs> right. to know that you and your dad are both gay. Yeah. 50s musicals. Whatever, Grinch. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? What? My, dad, my favorite movie is a gay movie. Harry Potter and right. the Angry Inch. What is it? Harry Potter and the Angry Inch. Hedwig. Yeah, the owl. Yeah, Shane. <laughs> I still think episode 102, we should do gangster voices the whole show. Yeah, Shane. Don't call me a cab. You're a cab, Shane. <laughs> Maybe not. I watched a lot of ni- I watched a lot of 1950s movies. I don't think I've ever heard that joke once. It was in everything. Every, every, oh, okay. Every, everything. That's everything. It was. Like, okay. Oh. Wait, I'm looking it up now, and apparently, yep, you're right. Look. 
in everything. <laughs> I think it was in. A, it, it sounds like it would be like Abbott and Costello or something. I'm bringing yeah. it the fuck up. Yeah, I'm Abbott. You're Costello. We're gangsters. Call me a cab. <laughs> Don't call me a cab. You're a cab. <laughs> call me a cab joke. Okay. I believe um, you. So see. anyway, I know. I didn't think I it was a new shit. joke or anything. It just made me laugh hearing it last night. <laughs> I know. I just, I'd be a jerk. <laughs> That's what I do. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> So, John Rhodes. I think John Rhodes is going to be peppering us with a lot of these questions, and I like it, especially if you sprinkle them out, you know, two, maybe three an episode here and there. Sprinkling, I, I like the idea. peppering. He's doing a lot of seasoning. <laughs> well, I'm happy about it. It's cool. because it Must be the seasoning of the fun. witch. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Oh, shit. Them's Boing. the jokes. Them's the jokes. Um... Because he's actually exercising his $5 patronage and, and say it's five questions. And no one ever really comes up with the questions, but he is doing it. So that's cool. You know, it, it's fun. I wish more people would do it because, I don't know, questions are fun. You know, anything that isn't a straight up movie review that, that could kill the time and, and we could, you know, BS with I, I is always a good thing, I think. I agree. So, I like questions. I like lists. Yep. Yeah, questions and lists rock. Well, I guess we should do the first one then, because the question is asking for a list. And he wants, John Rhodes asks, what are your uh, top ten ghost movies? Goat movies? Goat, yeah. Um, La- uh, greatest of all time? <laughs> right? Um, the Slaughtered, oh, that's the Slaughtered Lamb. Forget it. What do you say, greatest of, oh, yeah, <laughs> I got you now. Took me a second. <laughs> The uh, Brandon doesn't even know. He just no, I know what a goat is. I'm just. <laughs> you don't think not... that's funny? I think it's funny, but I'm thinking of actual goat movies, like with goats. We know he's thinking well, of goat movies. <laughs> Lord of Salem. Lord of Salem has a goat in the beginning the uh, that turns around, and then they show the um the title card. Um, the witch has a goat. What oh, else has a goat? VHS two. Revenge of the Nerds. VHS two has a goat. Yeah, kind the, of. The, de- the devil goat at the end. <laughs> the devil goat. Oh yeah, he's kind of goatish. Yeah. Rubbers? What do we need rubbers for? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway. So top ten. Ghosts. This was interesting. It was difficult. It was at first until I realized how I was going to narrow it down. Because I had a bunch and I was like, well, does this constitute as a ghost? Does this, does this? And finally I tried to stick it with literal ghosts. You know what I mean? Well, there are, I mean, a literal ghost is someone that was alive and is now dead or something that was alive that's now dead. So you can't be a demon film or like a, you know, that's why I left like Amityville too, because that's an evil presence that never walked on earth. So it's not a ghost. It's more of like a demonic spirit. Did you just say that a ghost is someone that's alive and is now dead or someone that is alive and is now dead? Did you just say the same thing twice? I don't don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think what so. What could but... it be? You said two things. You said because a ghost is this or it's that. And you said two things. Someone, and I thought you said the same thing. Someone that's alive. Someone that was alive that is now dead. Or? Or someone that walked the earth. But it's not, I don't know. <laughs> now I feel like I said it twice. I don't know. What else could it be? You said two things. Well, in my professional opinion, <laughs> a ghost is someone that walked the earth and is now dead. Or... Someone, that's someone dead. that was alive. No, someone that's dead. dead that used to walk the earth. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Just shoot them all off? 10 to, f- ten to 5? Or, or are we going to round robin it? 10 to 5! 5 to 1! <laughs> Come on! Yeah. Um, Let's have some I, fun! Mine, 
I guess we could do ten to ten to five or ten to six. Ah. Ten to six. Ten to six. Mine aren't really in a particular order for that all that much, and usually I have like I'm thirty movies on my like, list. No, you're only doing ten. I'm, I'll yeah I yeah I have some honorable mentions. <laughs> no. No. I have a couple I left off now. I forgot what they are because I had like 12 or 13 written down and I took them off, you know? All right, fine. I'll just name 10. We can have honorable mentions at the end. That's fine. You know? yeah. But ghosts. And me, see, the way my list is, I could have gone with sequel mania for a couple and franchise mania. But I said, I'll just stick with one and stick with that title. You know what I mean? It's all franchise mania. Is it good? It's going to be our third one. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we got the titles going for this. <laughs> you can at least do that. We're creative enough to come up with titles. Yes. <laughs> and catchphrases. It's weird. <laughs> That's the, it. the picture that I send you guys, you know, and then you guys get it right away. And then it, like 10 minutes later, it just randomly pops up on my screen. So it scares me. Because you boom, and all of a sudden I got, well, no, I got like intruder. It looks like Leatherface to me. <laughs> anyway. Really? Well, you go it's ahead, us. Dave. You start, you go from 10 to 6 then first. Okay, here, here's my 10 to 6. Uh, get, okay, we'll go. Number 10, The Others. Number 9, Shudder, the original one from Japan. Number 8, The Orphanage. Number 7, Stir of Echoes. Jesus. And number 6, Ghost Stories. Did you say Stir of Echoes? Stir of Echoes, yeah. Oh, Stir and of six, Echoes. I thought you said Stir. Stirrer of echoes. Yeah, he's a fucking. He's serving drinks. Uh, <laughs> he's stirring, and, those, stirring those echoes. It's Jack Torrance at the fucking Overlook stirring drinks. Yeah, no. The, um, the Overlook. Numbers, <laughs> the Overlook. Overlick. Is that what you said? I thought you said Overlick. Yeah, Overlick. Don't Overlick. And number six. <laughs> that I was thinking. <laughs> Ghost Story from 1981. Ghost Very. Story. That's on my. Yeah. That's on my list. Hopefully, we get to cover that one. But anyway, that's that's my uh my five. Cool. You want me to go see? Yeah. All right. Uh, again, order is suspect, but number 10, Lake Mungo. Number nine, The Conjuring 2. Number eight, The Haunting. Number the original? S- yeah, the original. Yeah. Number, se- sure. number seven, original Japanese Dark Water. And number six, I know this might be blasphemous, but when I'm thinking of it as a ghost film, The Shining. That's okay. That's fucking dark water. Wow. I fucking love dark water. I forgot. By if I'm going by the way I rated them, dark water should have made my list, and I just kind of it, it slipped my mind. Damn it! How did I forget dark water? But see, Lake Mungo ultimately I left off because I didn't really see it as a ghost film. But yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe our interpretation is a little bit different of that film. So I okay. guess. But, yeah. And I'm wondering if, like, well, anyway, I'll just read mine off, and then we can talk about controversies after. So, number 10, The Others. Number 9, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Number 8, Stir of Echoes. Number 7, The Orphanage. <laughs> Stir number 6, <laughs> Crimson Peak. Ah, I knew that was coming. Yes. Nice. We had Again some with the Stir of Echoes? Yeah, Stir of Echoes, yes. Echoes and the Bunnymen? <laughs> what? What's he going on about over there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He Dave, thought he said stir. Dave's Get no it? echo in the bunny man, at least. Yeah. Of course I know. Well, that was stir of echoes yeah. too, by the way. That's oh, <laughs> <laughs> stir of echoes too. Echoes and the bunny man. <laughs> funny. Was there a sequel to Stir of Echoes? Yeah. In all seriousness? It really sounds like, I don't know if I'm losing my hearing. It sounds like you guys are saying Stir of Echoes. I think we are. S T I R. Stir. 
Yeah, but I I don't know why. You I, think it's I'm hearing, it's the, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm hearing that extra ER. At the end. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Stir say, of say echoes. Your, say, that better? say it again. Say 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 it. Normal. Stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Okay, C said it normal, Dave. I heard stir. Of echoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I guess I can't talk. talk. Sorry, just because last year you said paranoia. You know. It's <laughs> true. Paranoia. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, let, let's finish with the my top five here. Okay, number five, the Changeling. Number four, original Ringu, whatever you want to call it. Number three, Jew on the Grudge, but that can go for that whole franchise. Um, number two, not the whole franchise, but the first four. Number two, Poltergeist. Number one, The Shining. Boom. There you go. Nice. Ghosts. All right. Honorable mention to Raising That. Wait. I mean, you've done your, you haven't done your top five yet. I know. I was just making a raisin that joke. <laughs> I don't get it. Because you said R- Ringu or raisin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. All right. Number five, Dave, the changeling. Ah. Number four, the orphanage. Number three, the sixth sense. Number two, a film I never would have thought of as a ghost movie. But when I was looking it up, I read, a, read more. And I was just like, oh, yeah, technically this is a ghost story. Candyman. And Candy. number one. And number one, Poltergeist. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Am I saw Candyman on some yeah, list online. So did I, but I you know what, though? But technically it didn't is, register. But technically it is a ghost. I mean, he, he was alive once, walked the earth, and now he's dead. Why does a ghost have a hook finger? Hook hand. <laughs> yeah, but when he was alive, he didn't have a hook hand. Well, that's right the hook, thing though. about ghosts. Maybe he had a bad accident with a meat slicer. Was this just, is what I don't understand about crazy about, about that store? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he that was be in the movie. maybe he was a stirrer of echoes <laughs> if a ghost is killed this is the hang up I don't understand that people have about Friday part 3 some people don't like the fact that Pamela comes out of the water and she has a head they say she should be headless so by, if, you, if that's your mentality are you saying that everybody that dies and loses a part of their body their ghost has to come back without that part no. why would their ghost come it should be their soul, so to speak, whatever you want to call it. It should be intact, right? It could be whatever it wants because this is what happens when I die. And that is what happens when he dies. And if I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have had my little accident. <laughs> <laughs> Nightbreed. Nice. Very Nightbreed? Yeah. Beetlejuice. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember that from Nightbreed. Beetlejuice. Yeah. I want to have my little accident. I know. Slit wrist. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking of the guy in Nightbreed that cuts his thing, and oh. he says something that comes back that's similar to that. I don't know. Oh, I love yeah. Nightbreed, too, though. Yeah, I love both great movies. Anyway, let's let see you do his top five. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit. Oh, chomping away. Uh, number five, <laughs> The Innocence. Number four, uh-huh. The Shining. Number three, The Conjuring. Number two, Poltergeist. And number one, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, I went for what Ghostbusters. A, what for what a Watson one. answer. That's okay. That's a Watson answer. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's a great then. movie, man. No, I, it's a great, it is a great It's a great movie. ghost movie. It's a great, it's just fun. It's a great, com- it's a great comedy yeah. on a horror movie podcast. It's nice. So it's what we do in the yeah, shadows, well. you prick bastard, you. <laughs> That's a horror so, movie. I went through my I went through my uh, digital folders and everything like that, and I just said, I'm not, I didn't do anything. I'm going back into my old way i've listed it i looked in comedy what you do in your sh- what you do in the shadows <laughs> what you, you do in your shitter? shadows what you do in the shadows 
<laughs> but Ghostbusters oh, was in it too, so um, it doesn't really matter. Can we give some honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, you know the thing about ghosts is, it, like for me, the Conjuring movies. I, I suppose Conjuring two would be a ghost because I see the ghost. That's he comes why I and talks. My name is Bill. Yeah, I could see him being a ghost. That is a ghost. He comes out, we see him. Conjuring 1, I remember there was some ghost talk, but ultimately he ended up being a witch and a, more of a... See, that, that's what I'm saying, how it was tough. It, it, and like Paranormal Activity, I don't consider them ghosts because I know where it goes. I know it ends up being the coven, and it's a demon. So it's like... it's. Now I'm not criticizing either of you for having them on your list. I'm just saying that was my mentality. I, I couldn't... No, that was, that was all C's list. Well, no, not... And, uh... Paranormal. And paranormal yeah. activity. So his his list was garbage. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck I just, uh, <laughs> Candyman. Same thing. I don't yeah. know. I, I was just r- rationalizing. Candy ass is more like it. <laughs> <laughs> right up your candy ass. Yeah. I don't know. I just like here's one a movie that I just fucking love. Oh, I hope I put that on my movies that I want to r- review. My 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 ten. I hope I didn't forget this. Session nine. Is sure. session. I did good because I really want to do it someday. Is Session 9 a ghost story? I don't think so, but some people consider it that. Is Amityville Horror a ghost story? Not to me, but no. I could see, you know, I don't know. It, it's tough to fig- to really, when you look at it, what's a ghost story and what's not. It could be interpreted different ways. House on Haunted Hill, 1408, and Devil's Backbone, and Carnival of Souls. Okay, what about, I don't think 14, I, pardon me, I, I, I don't think that House on Haunted Hill would be a ghost story because we saw how it ends. Remember? It's like April Fool's Day. Unless I'm missing a punchline. Maybe I am, but I recall it being a put-on by Vincent Price's character. And then maybe at the end, there's like a stinger. I could be wrong, but that's what I think of. I think of a, I think of House on Haunted Hill. I love the movie. I, I picture it kind of like an April Fool's Day type thing. Yeah, so but I'm, I'm thinking about whether I count it as a ghost film. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I did. Obviously, I didn't. I just, There's one I discovered that I've never seen. Uh, it's not really horror from what I read. It's a war drama fantasy, but it's called Ugetsu. It's a Japanese film from 1953. I get Ooh, you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what about Hasu? Nobody had that on their list. Is that a ghost uh, story? The yeah, Japanese that's, that's, house? Defi- that's definitely a ghost film. There you go. That I've people love a, that I've movie. never been a huge fan of it. I own it, and I have for years, and I still haven't watched it, but I will. That title, the cover art is weird looking to me. That yeah, the orange, red thing, the red, the, the yeah, red or orange is. devil. It reminds me of something from like a, a Scooby Doo or fucking I don't know. It's just the way it looks, it just looks weird to me. But anyway, um, honorable mentions. I ended up leaving off Crimson Peak. Not I rated it, I think, pretty high when we did it on the show. It made my top hundred. But when I thought about rewatching, I wasn't excited to rewatch it, so I just, I, I just left it off. I, I want to watch Shutter more than I want to watch that. Just the way I feel, you know. Shutter um, puts out some good movies, so yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to watch Shutter? Shutter's full. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Shutter exclusive. <laughs> and um, by honorable mentions were the Innkeepers and um, uh, what, what do you call it? Um, I know. I, I, I want to say, wish you were here. Um, <laughs> fucking, what's that damn movie? We are still here. We are still here, yes. What about Ghost Dad? <laughs> Every show. No. Every show, it's got to come up. And I'm sure there's more, but off the top of my head, those are the some that I threw away. Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned everything that could have made the list. Inchkeepers, We Are Still Here, The Sixth Sense, Brandon had it on his, and The Changeling. Yep. Those are all, all great ghost movies as well. 
What about Goosebumps? <laughs> well, that's a, a hybrid movie of a bunch of different monsters, you prick bastard, you. <laughs> well, I could have said Creepshow because they were ghosts. Damn, there were a lot of ghosts in Creepshow if you think about it. Father's Day. Oh, no, he was a zombie. Forget it. But the, uh, there's something that tied you over. Those were ghosts. You know, but zombie not ghosts. the whole movie. Ghost zombies. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> were they dead before they were de- alive or alive they drowned? They were dead. I don't they, were dead al- they were dead alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! Keep making so that's fun it. Of me. I got my finger on the pulse. No, I do. Everybody knows I do. Finger right on the pulse. Boom, 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 boom. You know. <laughs> you had, why'd you do two fingers there? <laughs> I didn't want to do shocker. one. He's like, I got, two, he's got, I got two fingers in the pulse. I picture like, don't you when, when you feel a pulse? Don't you use two fingers? <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's I don't true. check. It's See, true. I know what the fuck and I'm doing. It was doing. like they're like this. He was like, yeah. yeah, they were like this. Boom, 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 boom. See? I don't feel that. I was literally picking. <laughs> yeah. I was spot on, baby. Come on. <laughs> He had the figure of the pulse of the pulse. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm right on top of shit. <laughs> nice. Okay. I guess we got another. Uh, you you don't have any, um, well, Kumasa Gams, um, uh, whatchamacallit, shout outs, B, uh, runner ups? I did it. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Devil, Devil's Backbone, Carnival of Souls. I'm sorry. 1408, and I said House on Haunted Hill, but. Man. I, I need had, to watch that again. I also had Innocence, The Grudge, and uh, you know a couple of others, but oh. those, those were all mentioned. Because I could have mentioned The Grudge remake, The Ring. Uh, I just kept it at one. You know what I yeah. mean? But yeah. Well, I guess we can do our next movie. Although maybe should we take a time out quick? Oh, we're not going to do the next question first. Oh, hello. Next question. Thank you. Oh, hello. Question. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Hello. 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 <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> um, shit. What was the other? Oh, the final girl thing. Yeah. Your favorite final girl from the top 100 list. I don't know if any. It's gonna come as a surprise. I have a feeling what you guys are gonna say, and I and I have a feeling what I'm gonna. Well, I know what I'm gonna say. What the, I, don't, I, don't, I have a feeling I know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I meant. I think people listening are going to have a feeling what I'm going to say, or you guys are. <laughs> well, here's, here it is. I narrowed it down to five to choose from. And Ooh. then I really thought about it. I'm like, when we think Final Girl, though, I really go the slasher route. Is Krumpus a girl? <laughs> but no. that's when I, I go the final, I go the slasher route. So then some of the, some of the uh, heavy hitters, I, I, I knock two out, and then I lose three. And then I've got to go with. It had to be from the hundred list, though. Yeah, but all, I narrowed yep. it down to five. I'm saying five. And then from I those narrowed, five, I... then I, I said, well, two of them are not slasher films by any means, but they kick ass. But I, I, I really kind of put it towards a slasher uh, feeling. Maybe I'm wrong because I guess you know Sigonia Reaver could be considered a final girl in Alien and Aliens. Did an Alien sure. make the top one hundred? I'm gonna punch you in your big white <laughs> <right> face. <laughs> How many slashers are on the top 100? There wasn't very many slashers. Well, that's it. So then it got narrowed down to like right. three and two. One of them is esque. Slasher esque. Mine, mine is not from a slasher. Well, there it is. So yeah, mine is too because I, I, I hear you. I mean, well, then I don't even know. I, then I, 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 can, I can choose who I really want to choose from then. I won't, it won't be a slasher then. Then so, choose it. Choose right. what you want to choose. Well, I'm going to tell you who I, well, you know what? I won't tell you who I narrowed it down to because I don't want to honey dick you guys. Uh, I'm going to choose Emily Blunt from A Quiet Place. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, she counts. Gina. She counts. She yeah. counts. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. The bitch counts. That's the final girl. Sure, why not? You know? Girl's oh, pregnant. Then she fucking comes back, guns a swing in, and at the end, she just cocks that shotgun, and you're like, okay, take me to part two. Damn, she's great. You're right about that. Yeah. Damn. That's a good one. I didn't, I looked at the list, but I always had, I always had it in mind from the beginning. Like for a second, I, I thought about somebody else, but I don't think she really counts. And that's Emma's character in Scream 4. I mean, she is kind of until the very end where, where then we get the reveal, but she's kind of portrayed as the final girl throughout. But, but I, ultimately that's not really the way you're going to go. I got to stick with who I've been saying. I haven't rooted for a girl like that at this much in years. And it's Rocky. Rocky, don't breathe. Yes. Oh, wow. I've totally left her off. <laughs> How did you forget of, about it? I didn't even her. think oh. of her. She yeah. was the perfect final girl. She was great, and she wow. did all the right things for the right reasons. And when she had a chance to flee, she did not. She said, I want the money. Fuck it. I, that's what she said. And because of that, I, I, I fell in love with her character right then and there <laughs> when she said that. When they said, oh, I can leave now, and she goes, but then we won't get the money. Because I would risk it all for a couple million, too. I mean, maybe not because I have a child now and I don't want to leave the life early for her sake. But if I'm a single person, or and if she, she was just trying to do it to save her younger sister to begin with. So her, her motivation wasn't just greed. It was just, let's get you know myself and my sister out of this you know shitty lifestyle that we're in and get the hell out. She had a chance to get out, and she said, nope, I'm going to risk my life because, damn it, I've come this far. This guy's a son of a bitch now. I'm going to get that money. And you know she why didn't, she so. didn't get out? Because that's a completely different movie. It's like, this is don't breathe. I'm not getting out. <laughs> Jane Levy. <laughs> and what was your answer, B? My answer was really quite simple. I went down the list and I saw the first movie that popped out. I was like, oh, shit, that female was awesome. And uh, Kate Siegel and Hush. I that knew was it. My, that was my other answer. That was the standout performance. I went through the whole list. I was like, that's that's someone that stood out. Just an awesome final girl. Yeah, Samara Weaving and Ready or Not. That was kind of my other, oh. like, the, the, my top three were uh, Kate Siegel, Emily Blunt, and, and Samara Weaving. But she just, was great, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So you, you just, how do you wait? And then I thought Nev Campbell kind of deserves kudos, even though, uh, for Scream 4, because she's gone through it four times. And she I mentioned how much shafted. I love kudos. Yeah. Every show, every time we bring that joke up, you do. You're not even you're not even gonna, dude. Kudos has been a thing for years between me and my friends. I've been calling my friend Scott, my best friend. Okay, Chris? since we were kids. I, listen, I've been making fun of him because we went to a store one day when we were kids. My mother took us to the store, uh, and something happened, and she said, "Hey, uh, do you guys want a candy bar?" So I chose whatever candy bar I, I chose, and Scott chose Kudos, and it had just come out. <laughs> and because of that funny name, Kudos, forever, I fucking teased him about Kudos. Anything, oh, Scott, you want a Kudo? I don't know how. <laughs> I even was in class one day, and I took a Kudos wrapper, and I threw it in his folder when he wasn't looking, because he said he didn't like Kudos because I ragged on him so much. And then he opened up the folder, and the wrapper was like, look, everybody, Scott's eating Kudos. <laughs> and everything was, any, any word that ended in O-S was Scott and I teased him fucking for years about it. To this day, we talk about kudos. You know, it's a joke. So uh, kudos has been a thing in my life for years, and I didn't even know that anybody even remembered that it was a candy bar. And now B starts talking about it last show, and now it's a thing. I love kudos. <laughs> kudos, I'm yours. And Rocky Road, the prick, prick. 
They don't even make Rocky Road. You can't even find it anymore. I took a picture of the first box. Yeah, Chris, not, I, I had it in my in my freezer the day you said that. Christian took a picture of it. It's right next to my Chihuahua beer. <laughs> you keep your beer in the freezer? <laughs> you fucking skunk. Awesome. Yes, I do. Now I know you can't get kudos anymore. You can't no, get, you can't uh, find kudos. No, you can't, because if I could, I would get it and give it to Scott when he came over. Put it in his folder before class. <laughs> ah, look, he's got kudos. What a nerd. Everyone left. <laughs> he got so mad. He goes, he goes, he looked out one day. He was like, you've eaten more kudos than I have. He goes, you, I only ate one, one time. One time I got kudos. He goes, you, you put rappers a couple times. That means you ate more than I did. Dude, that's, that's really getting flustered, because I could picture that, like, that's something I would do. I'd get so flustered. Like, you like kudos. I don't like kudos. <laughs> I used to tease him so bad. Everybody, kudos became his fucking, everybody associated kudos, associated kudos with Scott. Any word that ended in OS became a, a Scott-related thing. But anyway, that's my fucked up crazy life. So, <laughs> indeed. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you, John. Those, those that got a block, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about some of those answers with uh, the final girl. But, well, you but you saw Rocky Don't Breathe, and it was automatic for you. You just knew. I saw Hush. Hush was my first. I'm like, it's Hush. Right. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no. Then I'm like, but Emily Blunt kicks ass. And so does Dude. Samara Weaving. So then it, it, it became a bigger, a bigger issue. Dude, Samara Weaving was great in that role. I mean, I didn't even. Yeah, I never, I never thought about that. But yeah, sure, it's a final girl. I mean, what the hell? There's so few slashers that we have to go with. <laughs> you know what? What it is. Well, I thought Jamie Lee, you can't really give it to her because there's like three of them. And goddamn, Brandon would have gone on for fucking 10 minutes about that. So I wanted to keep it s- simple today. <laughs> I yeah. love, Always I love a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to tell you, I would have been happier if you had chosen Bill Cosby over <laughs> Jamie Lee for Ghost Dead. <laughs> uh, boo. <Yeah. laughs> All right, should I introduce our next movie? Let's do it. All right, our next review is The Bay from 2012, directed by Barry Levinson. Chaos breaks out in a small Maryland town after an, after an ecological disaster occurs. Or ecological, however you want to say it. Well, oh. this is one of the best final uh, found footage movies. Well, I am one of the best final girls. And you're one of the best final girls. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, man. Watching it this time, I guess it must just be the current climate with COVID-19 and everything. Because I was like you, B. I was watching this. I was like, I'm fucking scared. My wife came in to say goodnight to me, and I jumped. I jumped. And she's like, what the hell are you watching? I'm like, I'm the bay. You got to watch this movie. Now, it's it's crazy. And I'm like, it was so creepy. And everything just landed for me. I was like, hey, it's fast-paced. I love the way they put everything together. I think there only is one shot, one or two shots that I'm like, wait a second, how does that found fit into the found footage realm? Because this takes liberties because it's using every source. Yeah, there's to a you. there's a lot going on. I wasn't able to like nitpick like what could technically not be used, but what a creative use of so many dashboard cams, Absolutely. FaceTime, Skype, you know. Uh, oh, I film. loved it for it. Yeah, it was really well done. Like, just the thought process that has to go into this. Really well done and really well acted by everyone. Oh, and, of course, Kether Donahue. I, I mentioned that, I, that I'm that a fan of hers when we talked uh, on the last show that we were going to be reviewing this. And uh, she does yeah. a, a great job of being believable as somebody who's 
recounting this footage now, to uh, to the public. I guess we gotta yeah. give credit to Barry Levinson. Like, is this like yeah. the most yeah. iconic director to do a found footage movie? Um, besides maybe Romero, who did Diary of the Dead. True. But... Okay, yeah, Romero doing Diary of the Dead would be the other. Uh, this uh, and again, the, but I hear you. I mean, he's probably the the biggest director to do a found footage movie. Yeah, probably the biggest. I would say probably the biggest director. I mean, Romero's legendary and classic, but Levinson, in terms of like mainstream success and and caliber of non horror films he's done, I mean. Well, that's you know. it, because he, I mean, he did, like, Rain Man. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, not not that it matters, but he's an Oscar winner, done, you know, worked with a lot of, like, huge names. What and about then, Chronicle? Who did Chronicle? Anybody? Because I know that was kind of a popular movie. Well, not necessarily, that, uh, Chronicle's a good movie, too. Not necessarily horror. It's, a, it's one that I own and I still have not watched. It's more like superhero, but it's really good. Chronicle is Josh Trank. I don't okay. Know. All right, just making sure because I knew it had kind of a mainstream appeal, so I just took a shot, you know, just a shot in the dark uh, as far as the directors. I've been on a real found footage kick lately, um, which I, I do that from time to time. And uh, I've been watching a lot. I watched Afflicted the other day. I watched um, – what the hell did I – you know what? Nothing's changed for me. All the found footage movies that I watched, the, the ratings basically uh, have stayed the same. This one has as well, but I've always had a very high opinion on it. I, I was really surprised that I forgot what number it showed up on the top 100, but I was pleasantly surprised that, um, that it made, cause I didn't know how, if a lot of people had seen this one or not. You, you know, with me, I'm high on this film in terms of, of rating it and, and not having really any nitpicks or maybe just a few. I don't know. Once we get into it, we'll see what happens. But, uh, but the thing that always kind of like, I don't want to lower the film because of this, but it's, it's, it's so even, even not even given the time that, you know, now, it's always been a disturbing film and not a film I necessarily what? want to throw on because it's very realistic. That, that's, and it, I give that kudos again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that about it. And that's what makes me, I mean, here we're talking about movies like, but not, it's not in a way that like some of these that are just, I have no interest to revisit. I think this just hits a good nerve and it, and it happens to be right now with a pandemic happening. It happens mm. to be a great watch uh as well unless you unless you don't like that and it, it'll hit too close to home um and because, it just might yeah but it, it it's freaky it's freaky oh, but i, I put it, that i gave that uh extra props for that instead of taking any points away yeah i don't want to take away points for it but it's it's sort of like how i feel about movies like you know funny games eden lake they're great movies i rate them high but like i'm still not gonna rush back to watch them i'm you know me i'm more of a light-hearted person I, don't know, I told my daughter, I, check, I go, you got to watch this one. This is right. Great. Yeah. yeah. And I, now I want to show her this. Like I'd watch this for Dave Z's challenge. And I remember it being one of the best uh, at the time. Like I had uh, a few of them uh, rated pretty high. Uh, the, the, this one, the, the den. Yeah. Conspiracy. Megan is missing, I believe. And the one that I liked more than most people crow's nest, which has a shit rating on uh, IMDb. So I'm going to have to go revisit that again, but it just stood out to me for the found the last challenge. Act. The last yeah. act was fucking horrifying. That's what it was. The, yeah. yeah. So and anyway, again, but, yeah. another bunch of films that den and um, Megan uh, is missing another group of films that are great. that I don't want to rewatch anytime soon. For some Eat. reason, I will revisit those ones. I don't like, I don't watch disturbing movies that are regular disturbing movies. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I saw uh, what do you call it once, and 
uh, what's the Serbian film ones, and I saw, and and you know how I feel about Cannibal Holocaust and, and things like that. I watch them. I don't really have a need to revisit them, but this one, I, I can I could watch once a year. The other ones you mentioned, the found footage ones, I could watch them. Now, this was the one I've said it before, Frankie. You know, Frankie Z. This one fucked her up. This was the one movie that to her was the most disturbing movie she saw. She saw it a couple years ago. She knew I was watching it last night, and I told her I was watching it. And I said, uh, you want uh, you want to watch it? And she was like, ah, I, I, I don't think it mattered what I watched, but the fact that she didn't run upstairs to say, hey, oh, you're watching The Bay? I'm going to watch it with you. You know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't yeah. you know, she, she didn't rush to see it again. You know, uh, and my wife, same thing. I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. And, and she goes, oh, no, I don't want to see anything about that right now. And I said, well, I go, it is viral, but it's a completely different type of thing. This is, you know, basically, it's, for the most part, I, I blame, you know, chicken shit. You know what I mean? Chicken shit being dumped by the water and, and bacteria and isopods and, and the steroids and the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just something that's happening for no reason. And it's more creature than it is viral. You know what I mean? Yes, it's, it is more. It does get more creature, but it does. But everything's like grounded in reality. So it almost it's like this could really technically happen. You sure. Know? It's combining shit we all we've been hearing about combining a little bit like, you know, right. uh, uh, a chi- uh, like well, a they're using hormones, growth hormones in chickens that they're they touch right. upon that. The chickens are shitting, and the shitting runoff is going into the water. They touch upon that tainted water, which you've been hearing about for different areas in in the country and whatever. Talking about that, like it, it, it's hitting on all these different things that have happened after this movie came out. Not, yeah, knows. not only that, and look at the response of the CDC in the movie. They're, I mean, they're it's really almost very realistic. They're handling it, but they're very shady. The way they're uh, they communicate with homeland security and like the miscommunications oh we didn't get this report for six weeks right this is, this is really way too close when you watch the news it's True. like oh we didn't know about this you know <laughs> you're right and that's why my daughter was disturbed she goes that seems like something that can this was a girl at the time she was like 11 so like, that looks like something that could happen i'm like yeah, yeah. that's why it bothered her so much because she bought into the realism of it. and that's why i love it but oh there's the toxic soup that's what they call it that was the phrase they used a couple of times, the different factors that caused all this. But yeah. there are just some, number one, it's so well done, like like pulling everything from the, the only thing I question is, can you record FaceTime calls? I don't know. There's but a bunch there was of things you question here. There, there, there's so many things that are, that they just happen to be recording everything. But again, I'm taking a chapter out of a page off of you, Dave. I was right. always my hate uh, and c- critique of found footage films. And I've said this the last time we went on this discussion. I just let it go now. And I think they, ex- That's good. they experience, they explained it enough that I buy it, even though you can question everything, because she says, "Look, a lot of this footage was uh, was lost or not available. We've managed to 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 scrap uh, scrape up everything that we could from that right. moment in time and piece together the story the best we could." And I buy it. I buy it. There's like one time I think there's a cop car, or or when they're in the the restaurant when that couple gets into town, and there's a couple of cutaways. I'm like, what what, what footage is that? Like, I didn't necessarily see a security cam. I didn't see anything. It looked like regular, regular cutaways to tell the story. Right. And I'm like, that was weird. But no, nothing, I don't care. I just, it didn't yeah. take away from my enjoyment at all because the movie's so good, nonetheless. Right. Like, yeah. I think there's like 5% of it that you could question, like you said. Why, why is that there? Or uh, who's filming that? You know what I mean? But, yeah, I guess you just kind of have to accuse it. Especially when everything else is done. It looks so damn good. Every... every when it's supposed to look amateurish, it looks amateurish. 
when it's supposed to look professional, it looks professional. They're, they're pulling it from I think she says that they get it from some site called uh, govs.org or something that it was on there and that you can get it there and they pulled things together. I just appreciate that they don't use the tactic of, you know, damaged uh, video and, you know. They did once and it worked. It was perfect. Yeah, but I'm talking about like throughout. Yeah, the kids. But no, but that's fine. That makes sense. It's in the water and that adds to the terror of it. But you still see, still see the struggle. In fact, I think that's one of the, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's really terrifying. But uh, it's horrific because it ties into the, yeah, you don't know what it is. It's just the the girl and and her boyfriend or whatever. And they had, they said the camera was waterlogged and it's almost, it almost looks like a Jaws or like there's a a shark or something. And then you don't know necessarily what it is until later on when the diver goes down. Um, from those two oceanographers or whatever they are, the scientists, yeah. when he goes down and he explains the, the large isopod hits him in the freaking and shatters his mask that he's yeah. wearing. And you're like, those are the things that attack the couple, they say. I'm like, wow, that's fucking that. What a scary thing that these little tiny isopods <laughs> grew to like this. Oh, and big, and holy fuck. That that is, is, yeah, that's what it, I'm afraid of the water. More than anything, not that it, that didn't fuck me. Every time I watch it, it makes me second guess going in water. Cause I'll tell you what, I went to a beach like fucking five years ago, and it's close to my area. And I I don't like to go to like this random beach. So I'm gonna go to a nice beach. But someone said, "Oh no, go random to this beach. beach, dude." I went to this fucking beach, and I, I I don't know if it was because I got a sunburn or whatever, but I felt fucking shitty for like two three weeks after going there and going in that water. And I said, you know what, I'm not doing it again. But that's the type of shit that scares me now. Going in these strange bodies of water. Because these things, that's what's believable. This shit could You don't know what people are putting in the water. Oh, it's scary. It, it, I, will, I will only swim in Flint, Michigan now. <laughs> that's and that's a soon. perfect example. Yeah. Flint, Michigan is a perfect example of what this movie is conveying. And, exactly. that, and that happened after this or, or during I, the time frame. Pretty close. It was, it was the time frame of, but it, it, it ties in really nicely to to actual occurrences that you're just like, wow, this is this may be hitting too close to home, but then building upon that to give it to, to make it a, a horror film as well. Uh, not it's not just you know reality nature strikes. It, it's just you know what could become of this, uh, and and some of that footage of them bearing the way out of uh, of holes in the body and, and everything like that is Ooh, oh, nasty. Oh, Man. But awesome job of really Ooh. setting it up with her narrating not only the festivities, but, you yeah. know, the town's history, you know, talking to the mayor, talking about some of the people who have died, you know, really getting to know every yeah. little character. Because besides her and, you know, I mean, yeah, we have the uh, the two oceanographers and, uh, you know, the mayor and the cops. But besides I mean, a couple with the baby, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Alex and Stephanie with the baby. Yeah. But besides really Donna, Donna's really our main character and everyone else is sort of like very little, but you get enough of everyone that it, it just really feels like there's so much character development when there's really, it's really just done through her narration. And I wonder if that's how they created this movie. I wonder if they just said, okay, let's take a script and let's have a conversation via Skype, yeah. record it like we're doing right now. And it was like an hour and a half, let's say they edit it down they insert where they wanted to put the stuff because you've got the structure now you've got like okay and then we saw the mayor and then he did this and and then they could cut to the mayor like they do and then they show the footage of which was so well done you almost wondered to take it stock footage but no this was all created for this movie which is what elevates it because you know like on a lower budget uh, you know standpoint they probably could have found stock footage and stuff but because these are characters that are so integral to the plot later on this was created for this movie 
just the footage when people were recording from their windows. I could just see this being like five, six weeks from now almost. And then you see a woman walking out. She's just coughing up blood. Right. And then whatever. You're just like, oh, fuck. Like that woman in the beginning when she first comes out. I need someone to take me to the house. And all the boils. Oh, oh, dude. And then all that skin body shit is just. Yeah. I, I, Dude, the hospital—the hospital ooh, scenes with man. the flesh eating and the uh, the amputations. There's one part where he's cutting in, and you hear the bone cracking. The the nurse is bagging up a leg. Oh my god! Oh, and the oh, doctor yeah. that's there to helping, and he's talking to the experts, and he's trying to relay what's going on. And they're like, At, "Well, how many?" He's like, "Everybody." You know, and, yeah, and, and what, everything what is just a, getting worse and worse and worse. And they're like, later on, like you know, after a, a half hour or an hour of this, they're like, "You better get out of there." Like, what what a great performance by yeah. him! Really, really like the doctor character. Yeah. The, everything, like the, I, I think it's a great performance. He's really it believable is. in the fact that he stays behind and documents it. It's like, it's terrific. And the CDC and, guy is real good too on the other end. They were very believable. Yeah. Everybody it was, was so believable. believable. And it's, I love the fact that even characters that you're seeing, like their story arcs, you kind of don't see what plays out with them, even though you know they're gonna die because. Um, there's no way of treating this. Like the girl whose parents left, who's recording the whole day. Yeah. And she's oh. in the hospital. You, you never see what happens to her, but when the doctor's recording later on, you see her dead on the floor. Oh, really? Yes. I never caught that all you, these times. You see her dead on the floor. He actually, like, puts the camera to her. I'm like, oh, that's the girl. That's what happened to her. She was lying mm-hmm. dead in, like, the hospital hallway. But, wow. like, it just really, really... That's the girl that we're following. Like, you, you sort of see... Come with the iPhone, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. FaceTiming, calling yes. her friends. Yeah, she was talking in the, in the hospital stairwell yes. at one point, yeah. and then you mm-hmm. never see what happens when her phone finally dies out. But when the, it switches to the doctor's POV and he's walking through the hospital, he does a close-up of one of the one of the girls on the floor, and it's her. Oh, man. Really, really well done. Such amazing attention to detail on this. Oh, everything in between. Like seems so realistic too. Just like the people talking. Like when you see um, what's her, Steph, what, what's her name? The character, the lead character's name in the film. Uh, Heather, what's her what's her name? Oh, uh, Donna Thompson. Okay. Anytime Donna's talking, or even other people, when they when the camera's not necessarily on, it would almost be like us pre gaming or, or doing our thing. In, but it all the, like the flow is so natural. Yeah. Yes, it's so fucking. That's the shit that if you're trying to act. If you can't do it right, it's gonna it's gonna stick out like a sore thumb, Absolutely. and they, they nail it. And that's right? why I figured maybe they started with that, and then they had to redo it again or something like that. Because again, other than whatever they have to show in that one cake of her on camera is all they right. need at that particular point in time. But they did it so well. Where she, she he's like, uh, "Can you repeat that again?" Or, or or I didn't hear you. You broke up on Skype, and it just adds Different another things. level of reality. Yeah, because it's exactly what we go through on every call or whatever it may be. But so, not to the point, not to again, not to the point where it affects like you being able to see or hear what's going on. Like some found footage do. Oh, he dropped the camera, it broke, and now we don't get to see the next 5 minutes of what happened. And the only you know, that time gimmick. they did it was when right. they said this this footage suffers from com- some water damage. They yeah. set you up, which is great. And Believable. It, and, and again, it, it, it adds another level because it's one little yeah. segment of said film. Oh, it, it's so and, good. And, and that camera goes into the water, so therefore that explains. The yeah. kid jumps into the water to save her with the camera. So they yeah, recover yeah. the camera later. That that explains the water damage. Everything they do, even the little conversation between the, the couple with the baby when they're not on. He goes, and then they're talking, oh, am I sitting naturally? He says, and he's talking about, that's what the other person says. The, the other couple, the uh, the oceanographers when they're talking. just It's, it's natural. It's people just being human beings, acting as natural as possible before going on the 
uh, on the camera to make it an official thing. It, that's an, it's so important, and it works fucking perfectly. It does work Man. perfectly, and the only critique that I can see is if you're a found footage hater and you're just going to constantly say, wait, how did they get this? Or, the, or they're recording everything this up in the cloud, whatever it may be, because uh, did they get everybody's phone? Did they get everything? But you just got to let it go. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and just take the movie for what it is. I think they do a fun job uh, setting that up. And I think they've got uh, enough when they're just showing the town. It's just the footage from the parade in town and the, the oh, it's July, uh celebrations. Right. And so everything else so is real. pretty much explained. I mean, I believe that, th that this did happen at Chesapeake Bay. Not that the stuff happened, but the other stuff in the beginning. Hey, happy 4th of July. And people are going around yeah. doing their thing. And the lady goes in the water for the dunk tank. Then you find out later on that she's the first one that gets sick. She was just in that big tub of water. You connect the dots. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. That's so cool. But this that stuff seems so natural. All the 4th of July festivities, kids are playing, everything else. It's almost like a year before they just shot people in this town. But they didn't. They had These have to all be actors. You know well, exactly, and then what? The other part where the the cop car drives up, and the guy goes into the house. Oh, that's and fucking you, you just hear terrifying! Over the, and then you just see the flashes of the gunshot. Oh, so beautifully done! This is why I'm saying, kudos yeah. to the director. <laughs> yeah, oh, the actors, dude. the editors, because the, it, it's just a combination. It, this is a perfect example of a found footage movie. Yes, yeah. sure. It, it's yeah. a perfect example of it, and and I I guess I really liked it the first time I watched it, but I, I didn't really put it on that pedestal of realizing just how good it is. And if now someone says, "Okay, I'm not into found footage movies," what would you recommend? I'd be like, "Watch The Bay." Yep. Yes, sir. That's I'm, I'm be with my you. Answer. <laughs> this one and there's a couple the uh, tipsy yeah. tapes. It really rose last time I watched. It's just like the more I watch these movies, and it's like I always say, when you when you know what's happening plot wise. All of a sudden, you can focus on different things that you're doing. This time, I know where it's going. Everything I'm just marveling at, like from a filmmaker standpoint. Not that I'm a filmmaker, but I, I watch a lot of films, and I'm saying, how did they do this? How they put this together? Everything's spot on. There's really no negatives for me. Even though, yeah. how about all those dead fish in the water from that chopper? Oh my doing god! That? How do they do that? Oh, yeah, it looks that, so real. It looked like a bunch of dead fish. Now, did they just it had to be CG, like, right? Or, or mirrors, or, some or maybe shit. there was a, some. A, a bad area of dead fish that they just had the stock footage from. Yeah, or maybe, me maybe the uh, the cr cast and crew were, you know, on their downtime, were just strangling fish and throwing them in the water. <laughs> strangling, he says. Yeah. What a word to use to kill a fish. Damn you, you red snapper. You. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, no, but you know what was fish. great also? And this movie, it, it could, it, these movies can always fail in the last second. This movie, what it could have done in that last second is had that big reveal that they didn't contain it or whatnot. But very early on, they show the, the traffic and that the bridge is shut down so that the CDC and the government is containing this. They are isolating it, not allowing people to leave Claridge. Nice. So they establish that early. And then at the end, they don't give you one of these. Oh, an isopod got through and is now in this town. Not one of those yeah. type endings. The yeah. ending with the credits rolling is very, very like. Very creepy and unsettling because it's all yeah. footage of the festivities. It's yeah, all man. footage we've already seen. But, you know, and we're now knowing that most of these people are dead and we're not knowing why some people survived. Very, yeah. <laughs> very reminiscent of, uh, of shit going on in the world and uh, yeah. really well done.
Yeah, dude, that one scene gets me every time when that when that guy is fishing and he has the people on the boat and he pulls the fish up and the guy says, "What is that?" And he looks in his mouth and that fucking isopod yeah. runs yeah. out. Oh, it's so skittish! And that little fucker runs across the deck and b- jumps back into the back water. Back in the water, yep. Dude, it's so realistic. It, it looks so well, and it just fucking skeeves yeah. me out. I'm like, oh, and some absolutely. heartbreaking moments when, when when the mother leaves the message for Stephanie, but she oh, can't get it because on the boat. That's very sad. Yeah, and that jump scare, the police car jump scare. Yep. Oh, dude, I oh, nearly God. jumped out of my fucking skin and i've seen this movie before and i ne- still nearly jumped out of my mind it's a great skin. scare i mean it oh. really it got me really good this time it's it's great and the part yeah. later on with the cops and, and and the guy that said those just leave yeah just leave don't don't whatever the guy was saying to him and the mirrors in the in the truck everything about the mirror was so believable too he gets in the car and the, the thing with the seatbelt, just a little thing like that just to you know you're in a police car, after all. You should buckle your belt. He's yeah, like, he's like, he's like, that's what I'm worried about—a seatbelt. <laughs> but it's—he's t- not necessarily an asshole because of that. But it—it it fits in with. It's very like much like, like the mayor and Jaws. Yeah, I yeah. think it did that on it's purpose. A, Fourth of I July. I think that, yeah, the Fourth of July, the the mayor and everything like that. And she right. sets him up too because she says like he would. She didn't realize how integral he was to the, to right. the development or or, or um, the whole situation. So, oh. Man. Yeah. How about missing tongues? That fucking bugs me out. People in there, their half of their tongue is missing and shit. Yeah. And like, it's oh, eaten away. It, it's oh, by fucking isopods, by by fucking larvae, and yeah. the shit they talk, oh. when they look into that fish's mouth. That's another fucking thing, and they see that real big one. And, holy fuck, dude! Well, that's what's so cool about the cop scene because you think like it. Don't, he almost sounds zombie like when the guy's yelling at the cop to shoot him. All you're hearing is the audio, yes. but the other cop is like. His tongue's cut out. Who cut his tongue out? You know, something like that. And he's like, oh. it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically like a flesh eating disease. It's horrifying. It fucking is. And they, you know, I'm so glad that they didn't go cheap. They could have turned this movie easily into a zombie movie, like halfway through it. They could have, you know, those scenes could have been, yeah. you know, they could have died. And then every one of them that died from this horrible, horrible thing with no tongues and flesh could have come back after. Yeah. After and they didn't. And, and they so could, bad. and they could have overshown these people. Yeah. Were, they didn't overshow. The, the, the most effective one for me was the dead guy by the fountain who actually wasn't dead yet. He kind of popped up alive whose mouth and face was sort of eaten. He oh. just saw like the. But that, I think that's why it works because they just give you enough. It's yeah. like they're, it's like the lure is always just there, taking us along for the ride without giving us too much. No, the lure was a mermaid movie. <laughs> that you guys both blew. <laughs> <laughs> but Speaking at least we knew why. <laughs> Speaking of mermaids, B, do you do you believe this? Is it every man's dream to be Mister Crustacean? <laughs> Poor Miss Crustacean was lying dead at the end. I was so upset when I saw Miss Crustacean. She's just in town, laying dead in front of a shop. But even that, like, makes sense because they show up in town and they're like, uh, you know, uh, they, they said that people were just congregating on Main Street, hoping that an EMS or you know an EMT would would pass by. Yeah. So that makes sense why yeah. they're all why there's so many bodies in town. It just makes sense. And yes, it is every man's dream to be Miss Crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> How about the lard ass scene? It was totally stand by me. The fucking they have a crab eating contest. Oh. The one guy gets sick and then everybody's puking. That's definitely lard ass fucking all over. <laughs> lard ass. Didn't you think of lard ass? Yeah. Fucking fighting. That was <laughs> nasty. It was so funny. It was it was nasty, but I had a little humor because all of a sudden 
All of a sudden, everybody starts puking at once. One person comes out and gets sick, the lady. Then one guy eating crabs gets sick. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the crab eating contest. So it's a fat woman that puked, just like in Lardass. And the, and the people in the contest all puked. See, I think they did a nod to stand by me in that show. Very <laughs> well right. Why not? <laughs> it was good, though. I mean, it, it is horrifying, of course, but... At least there's a, a little bit of humor there. I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, but it is fucking very, uh, it's scary. It is definitely scary because it's. And it's happen. all avoidable because obviously the oceanographer's reports are right. from six weeks earlier. Their time frame is completely different. So if the communication is right, the National Guard comes in earlier, dumps the chlorine in the bay long before July 4th, kills these isopods, and everything's okay. No one dies. But instead, yeah. because of the miscommunication between the government agencies and the, the cover-up by the mayor and all that, this turns into a, you know, a disaster where – I don't – did they ever say the total number that died? A lot. I mean, it's probably – 700 or something? It, I yeah, I think it was something like that. That sounds about right. But, Dude, uh, how about that scene with the cop? When the one cop from the one area is talking to the guy from the CDC, and the guy from the CDC is like fucking genuinely pissed at him for not for he was well we sent this to these people and then yeah. Emo was supposed to help us here we never heard back from them so then we thought we'd get back to you and then they never got back to him and he was yeah. like the cop and he's like he goes so that's all you need for me and he's like yeah that's all and he's like oh okay but like, yeah. you could tell how pissed the fucking guy from the CDC was because yeah. of the way everything's going down and this guy he probably feels like a shit heel himself but. It's just that's that is the part that's so believable. Yeah, it's all cover-ups. It's that was that was that was the guy from from Homeland, and he even said like, yeah. "Oh well, based on this, it wasn't uh, you know our responsibility to to report it based on this and that." And he just sort of had a a genuine government reason as to you know they did what they were supposed to do, and that right. ultimately led to to what it did. Dude, and the one thing with the couple when they get there and they're talking to the guy on the Skype. And we don't realize that we're we're spending this time with them in the film. We don't realize that they don't show it. It's so cleverly done. And he says, "He goes, hey, he goes, what's that on your neck?" And then all of a sudden, you turn. He looks a certain way, and he's got freaking the bubbles on his neck. Yeah. Couple with the baby. Oh, dude, that was, oh, because that's yeah. how shit happens. Some that happened to me once. I was I I went to uh Dying I don't really have <laughs> I don't have any allergies except for like food things and shit like that, but. I was having problems when I lived in Vegas with uh, my sinuses. I, I had, like, chronic sinusitis a couple of times. I think it was from the smoke in the casinos and whatnot because I'm allergic to that. Well, one time I I, I, had, I went, like, three times in, like, a year and a half. I went to the, um, like, a quick care to, to, to take care of it. One time they gave me this medication that I never had before. They said, this is probably going to try this medication. Okay. So I took this medication, and then I went to a store, and I had, like, a tank top on. And I, I was walking through the store just to buy some clothes. And you know, sometimes in like a store where the clothing area is, you'll see like a random, like a pillar that has mirrors on it. Yeah, yeah. So people, I walked by one and I saw all these fucking things on me, like chicken pox. And I went back and I looked and I was fucking covered in all these fucking red things. And then I went to my friend's house. And I said, look at this shit. And then I, they, you know, they called it out because I was right near there. And they said, call up. And I called them up. I spoke to them. They said it, it, it's a reaction that sometimes happens from the pills that we gave you, but it just scared the shit out of me because yeah. I didn't know. This is like an hour later. I'm just minding my own business, and all of a sudden, I just out of the corner of my eye see my arm with all these fucking things going down, and on my skin, I'm like, oh. Now, fuck. was this tank top like a Donanelli tank top? 
It was a wife beater, an old school Italian fucking just a white thing. <laughs> you gotta give me some clothes. Sometimes Italian men can get away with just wearing that on the weekend. Just a fucking <laughs> I don't think I could pull it Back off. Back in the eighties, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Do I don't know why. I don't know why I had it on. Oh, nice. Look at that. <laughs> That's fucking great. Hey, I'm in New York. Let's go to a Broadway show. <laughs> Is that Wage World? Oh, yeah, man. that's what it looked like. <laughs> oh, it's so We're good. in Delaware. <laughs> oh, great damn. fucking movie, man. I, great uh, fucking I, movie. I'm shocked because I, I did have it at 8 out of 10. It was on my uh, top 100 list. It made the top 100 list. From my recollection, right? It made the official list as well? It did. Yeah, yeah it yeah. did. Yeah. I actually think, even though it's talking about it, I went from an eight and I was talk, thinking about nine and a half out of ten. But I'm like saying, it's the perfect example of a found footage film. So if it's a perfect example of a genre or subgenre, why can't it be a ten? Why would I why? not give it a ten? So I'm giving it a ten out of ten. That's, fuck, that's awesome. I, I came up myself... Uh, watching it and having this conversation from where I was. I'm not at a 10 because of a couple tiny things like I questioned, but I can't, you know, fault it too much. <laughs> it's a nine and a half for me. I love oh, it. Wow. Uh, yeah. What does it need to get in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Uh, What's your 20, grade going to be? Don't think about eight, that. It's 28, right? So it needs an eight and a half? All right, uh, 8.4. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I also Wait came up. For... I was also at an eight out of ten. You know, you you're, you're almost. You guys are almost right. It's like it's hard to really nitpick, but like I can't make the jump all the way up to like nine and a half, ten. But solid nine out of ten. Really nice. could even could even go up. Could even go awesome. up. Awesome. Yeah, I do think some of the creatures sometimes it looks a little CG. And the only that that might be the only a thing I did pick, bit, but it's so, so well but, done. But very, very not even a, not it didn't affect my score. But that's like uh, I'm like nitpicking now. Like some of that looked a little CG, and also the one thing I didn't like that they showed when the people were getting sick. There was one scene where they showed the guy's belly expanding. You didn't. They didn't need to have that scene. They didn't. Did no, he... they didn't need to have that. But You're again, right. it it still didn't affect my score. It's still a nine yeah. out of ten. I, I, you know, I do think it is one of the best examples, if not the best example, for how to make a found footage. And this just feels like a big budget found footage film. Boy, does it. I don't yeah. know what the budget is, but whatever it was, they... I'll look it up, see if they have it listed, but man, what a movie. Great. It is something, man. I, I, I will watch it like once a year. It does, you know, again, who knows what's going to happen in the future. I mean, if we're still in the position we are with COVID-19, come summertime... I don't know. Maybe I won't watch it this July Fourth. You know, when I, I can see that it does hit home, and it's it, it is scary to think about, and and that's just something because I believe that this just might happen someday. The water is going to be undrinkable. It just might happen. Yeah. Who's to say it's not? Seriously, who's, who's to say it hasn't? Don't forget, you know, this type of stuff right. with with parasites. I mean, they even referenced right. uh, like two years would, ago or something. They had something in Vancouver. Right. In the film. So, you know, who knows how, you know, the CDC and, and all these government agencies, what they're taking care of that the public never knows about. Man. Yeah. And like when they were talking about that one part, he's like, well, how could that be? The guy from the CDC, how could it have gone through the filtration? He goes, well, what about the larvae? And then th that shut him down. He was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What about the larvae? It yeah, says it had a $2 million budget. $2 million. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
it's a that's a that's a pretty nice budget for a found footage, for, but for, yeah. uh, but uh, it's still very impressive. I you know. But the acting was spot on. And remember what we said about Jennifer Aniston when we talked about Leprechaun B? Nice touch. Well, that's what I got to say about what's her name in this movie. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. I, I really there was a show that was on uh, FX <laughs> for like five years. It just it just ended like last year called You're the Worst. And that's where I first saw Heather Donahue. She was one of the stars of the show oh, for, for okay. the last five years. And uh, really, wow. she's, she's, she's so great and she's beautiful. And uh, and then saw the Bay for the first time, probably in the within the last like five years. And that's I was like, oh, shit, there she is again. Nice. Well, I thought it was an underseen film. But apparently not. It made the top hundred. I mean, people people do love it. So I, I always I recommend it. it. I, I, I think I yeah. kept it off my found footage list simply because of the disturbing factor. Like I said, it was an really? eight out of ten originally. But now, you know, bumping it up to a nine, it's, you know, it's definitely going to be up there, you know, it, it, maybe at the tail end of my top ten found footage films. Dude, it's disturbing, but it's not disturbing the way – like I could recommend this to somebody I work with and say, yeah. now remember, there's some touchy things going on. It's about – there's skin things going on and bacteria and spreading disease, and it, it could be tough to watch. I, I, it's easier for me to recommend this than like Megan is Missing just for the yes. last half yes, hour. Yes, 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 yes. You know yeah, what I mean? That's disturbing, disturbing too. That's disturbing with some added shock value, I think. Whereas right. this is just disturbing based on the subject matter and the presentation and how real it feels. Right. Whereas other films, you know, Serbian film, Salo, those are, you know, like no, shock I'm value, just, like I'm in your face, that. like we're right. going to we're going to show you all the things you never thought you'd see in a film. Right. And I can't recommend that to people. Like I would I never recommend those to people, even though right. I find this more disturbing, honestly. But I would recommend, even on July 4th, exactly. if you want to watch a good July 4th horror movie, watch this, but just be prepared. There's some, you know, there's some stuff going on here, and it's it's disturbing in, in a way if it's it's too, it's almost too real. What about a slight edge to Uncle Sam? Uncle Sam? Uncle Sam. Oh, my Uncle Sam passed away yesterday. How about that? Oh, did he really? That's yes, weird. he did. Did you say his name earlier, Brandon? No. I, I was talking about the movie, Uncle Sam. I know. I didn't know. Oh, Uncle Sam, the freaking... The, the July 4th movie with the killer. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible, that movie. Yeah, oh, no, gosh. it is. Yeah, that's a... Oh, awful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's crazy because luckily for us, he chose to be cremated. But the thing is, if not, what, what, what are people doing right now? My mother's in Florida, probably isn't going to come home in time because of everything going on. She's been there. They're snowbirds now. And this is her brother, passes away yesterday. And it's like, well, what's going to happen in, in these times? People, they can't even really have services. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna have a cremation and then whatever happens, they're going to have to wait to do some type of maybe impromptu get-together type service when, when things are if and when. They get yeah. back to a, a normal state. That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. It's weird because literally, I was talking about this. No shit, I was talking about it at work on Friday. I said, "What happens if our aunts or uncles pass away? Do we get um, bereavement for that? Because some places do and some don't." And they said, "Well, um, so so it's a, it's the manager's discretion, but usually, yeah, they'll let you have the day paid." And I said, "Okay." I said, "I was just curious. My last job wouldn't because I lost like three or four aunts and uncles in, in, in over the past couple of years because they're up there." now and um I, I couldn't get any time off for them so i was just questioning it then i got into a discussion with my co-workers saying what are people doing now if somebody passes away uh, they can't just keep everybody in the morgue there's not enough room people die every day what are they gonna what are they gonna keep them? what's gonna happen it's something i never thought about it i talked about it friday and then literally last night my uncle passes away 
I'm like, holy cow, isn't, isn't that crazy? But let a good life, let a good, you know, decently long life, life had a, had a good time. And, uh, you know, he had a rough couple of years. He's, he, he was up there, beat cancer, but you know, it is what it is. He just had some breathing problems and whatnot. You get old, you get old. It, it's, what can you do? But anyway, not not to be on a down. You said Uncle Sam, and of course, I'm thinking of my Uncle Sam. Because, That's crazy. Yeah, that that is what it is. So, yep. So rest in peace. But uh, anyway, I guess we can talk about. We have enough time to talk about our top hundreds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought we did this when we actually did the show. No. Did we? Maybe we did. I don't know. I was going to look at it. I thought we ahead, we but... kind of said like, oh, I'm surprised this didn't make the list, and that didn't make the list, and. You know, this, that, and the other thing. But, I mean, there, if there, we could still do it again. I mean, I don't know if we went into much detail because we were getting tired at that point. It was at the well, end of the I'll, show. I'll say this. The highest rated movie I had that didn't make it, I had Wreck 2. It was my number 18 movie and Poughkeepsie Tapes, my number 19 movie. And neither neither made it. So I guess I could say that that's my two biggest disappointments. You know, um, you know though, the, the, the reality of that is... They were the fringe ones that you added to that could be included. But like, again, I didn't include I them and maybe other people didn't include them because they they were that borderline. They would definitely yeah. be in my 2000 to 2009. And maybe that's the reason why. So I wouldn't be too upset about it because I think it just might be the time frame of the years that they fell in. And maybe people. Didn't yeah. Think my number it. 13 and number 15 didn't make it. What are they? My number 13 was Take Shelter, which Phil had as his number one. Again, yeah. fringe. So, and number fifteen, I had Mon 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 Monsters, but uh, well, Br- Dave knew that wasn't going to make. Mon, uh, some, Mon, some, Mon, be- Mon Monsters. Yep. Some people had it. Some people had it on the list. I mean, it got more points than just the points I gave it, but uh, I didn't expect that it would make the list. But uh, I you got to put it there. It was your number one that year. I don't care. Yeah. Look, I had I had I see you yep. at yep. number twenty three. That's another one that didn't obviously didn't make it. It did get more points besides. Uh, Besides me, though, people under, have been liking it. Yeah. yeah, under the skin, I had it twenty six. There's four films in my top twenty six. Oh, Southbound at twenty five. Five films in my top twenty six didn't make it. Oh yeah, where did I have Southbound? I had it. No, no, no. But... Prevenge at thirty two. Ah, you know what? I left that off my list for whatever reason. I think I just forgot love about it. it. That movie's great, and I love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I loved that that year and whatever. But I guess it's just from the rating standpoint. By the time I got down to it, because the, the lowest rating was an 8, and I think that was an 8, but it should have made the list. Yeah, I'm looking I, at the ones that made the list, and it's like the things of like having both the, both VHS movies on there shocked me. That's, that, these are the things that shocked me. Um, the two VHS movies, Happy Death Day, um, how many 2019 movies made it? Yeah, a lot of 2019 films made it. That, that was a little bit shocking. Gerald's Game. Shocked me. That was a shock to me too. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, by the Lane, Annihilation. I, I'm not saying like I expected the, that. Yeah, really, people love that movie. Ten I'm surprised movie. that The Devil didn't make the list. I know it's an Asian film, but I really thought that it was really held in high regard by some people. Hmm. I don't. I don't know much about The Devil. There, this is what I wanted to say last show, and I forgot. It occurred to me as I was listening back to episode 100. The problem I had with with um, I always want to call it Gerald's Game. The problem that I had with Gerald's game was that she started hallucinating after only an hour or two. That's what it was. Not that she was dying of thirst or this or that, but she had already been hallucinating after a couple hours. Don't, wasn't she hallucinating? Didn't she see him or, or something else? Or she something? saw the husband like 
came back, okay. right? That was whatever it is. Happened, yeah. That's my big problem. I could see after a day or two. Not not that fucking day. You're that much peril. Oh my god, I'm hallucinating. It just it was too much for me. So that I didn't what, even I didn't even mind that. I just felt like uh it just felt like with that ending. Ugh, that ending is just so bad. Uh, Courtroom I, I, drama ending. But I get I get what you're saying. Stitches. You know? Stitches is a great horror comedy. It I is was really good. I was yep. really surprised that didn't uh didn't make the list. I thought Clove Hitch Killer was great. Yeah, did that? That didn't make the list, did it? No, it didn't. I mean, that was that was really good, but I I can see that one not making it in the big picture. Um, I I'm surprised more found footage didn't make it. Uh, I would have yeah. definitely kicked VHS one and two off in, in to make room for uh, the den. Uh, yeah, the den and maybe the conspiracy or something like that, right? Or or unfriended even. I think unfriended gets shit on, um, and it's another great example in a different way. Not a perfect movie, but that one, I just love that. I, I love how they present the movie to you. Yeah. yeah. Absentia didn't make it, did it? No, I finished in like that 101 to 110. Okay. A, re- a record of sweet murder, not enough people have seen, but that's a great I think film. So. Yep. Absentia was high for me too. 33 didn't make it, you know? So in my top 50, I think only three didn't make Did 47 meters down make it? Or was it or not? No. I think it was in that bottom 10. Okay, so there's another it. one. Oh, Girl. I am the pretty thing that lives in the house, which I'm not surprised. Now it's a very divisive film, so that doesn't surprise. Girl House, Girl House. What many oh. people consider one of the best slashers of modern times didn't make it. Yeah, that's shocking too. The I editor, agree. which people, I mean, I I really like the editor. It was on my I, list. Girl House, me editor. too. Yeah, we all had it. I was uh, kind of high on it. Yeah. I don't know how high, but I know I know I was up there. The editor. Yeah. Yes, a little surprising. I mean, I don't think a lot of people have seen Girl House, honestly. I really think that it's still unseen. You can see it now. It's on Prime. Number yeah, 65 was my – I had the editor at number 65. Girl House, I can't write on. The editor was 82 for me. So yeah, I had Girl House. So. 80 for the editor for me, 76 for Girl House. Girl House was 92. See, but see, I got caught up in – like my – after I watched Terrifier – it was, uh, you know, it was my, it was at the very end. It was my extra one. You know what I mean? There was that one. There was the canal. There was honeymoon. And I can't remember the other two movies, but they just, I wanted to put them on, but I couldn't figure out what to bump because I forgot about WNUF Halloween special. And then I was listening to one of our shows and it came up in conversation. I'm like, wait a minute, that movie, what a freaking brilliant movie. And a lot of people, I don't know. I think it's a damn smart I think a lot of people love that movie too. I'm surprised. It actually, I don't think it got any other points besides you, what you, you you having it on your list. Really? Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone else had it on their list. I think it was one of the lowest rated films down there with like Emily, uh, Die My Dear, which I had. Which I, honestly, I don't think anyone. I think you and I might be the only ones who've ever seen that film. Yeah. How about Flowers? Did you guys have flowers on your list? I didn't have it on my list, but I do really enjoy it. Yeah, damn it. And uh, No, I didn't have it on my list either, but I remember we liked that too. I rated like, it so high. I think I gave it a nine. I think we all, so I had to have it on there. But, the movies and, but then I I don't know, it ended up being like my my number 98 or my yeah. number, pardon me. Yeah, my 98. So far down, I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was going to be an un- underseen film, but I don't know. Well, I, I, I devil like I had mine. Not the devil, but devil. Uh, that one is the one that we we talked about, and you know I was high on that, uh, higher than both of you guys were, eight point five, and I had it number forty, and that didn't show up on any list. <laughs> no, jeez. How about Pet? I thought Pet was going to be there somewhere. A lot of people love Pet. It was my number ninety, but it. I thought 
didn't make my no. list. See, the problem is, like, it, it, those are probably ones that would have made between 101 and 200. Yeah. But, yeah, overall, just didn't it, make it. It's so tough, especially finishing up those last 10 films. Because in my last 10 films, I have films like Farce of Lost Souls, and in the Apocalypse, Blood Punch, Worm, uh, Poughkeepsie Tapes, Kidnap, The Last Circus. Films that I, I'm surprised that Poughkeepsie Tapes didn't, didn't do better. But, uh, Me too. A lot of films I had on my list that I knew weren't going to make the top 100, but I, I wasn't going to, you know, you know, like we talked about wasted votes. I, I still had to be true to it. Yeah, granted, I have only seen most of these films once, but they were still strong enough where I chose them over films like Pet, like The Den, because they're all in that like eight range, eight, eight and a half. So it, it was just hard mm-hmm. to do an official top 100 would honestly probably take a full year of preparation. It would take a while if you had to watch everything you wanted yeah, to watch. Yeah, I think it would take a full year to watch probably not. I mean, you'd be making an, like when I made my initial list, I had, I think, 220 films on the list. Damn. So you think about it. Okay, I got to watch. You probably don't have to watch, you know. That's a lot of films, man. Si- probably Hell don't have yeah. to watch 60 of them. Even for him. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't have to watch 60 of them. You could probably be like, these 60 are definitely on there. But then you're talking, right. okay, I got to rewatch 160 films for, for 40 spots. <laughs> that's gonna take a while yeah yeah dude i wrote down like 75 or 80 right away like i, I was I, I had some downtime at work i was on storm duty so i was just sitting in my car for fucking whatever 12 13 hours in a day just guarding the wires waiting for people to show up and and and, and, and fix the electricity so i was just there sitting so I, I remember what we were talking about and i said i'm gonna do, and i sat down i read it off like 75 or 80 right away just by googling horror movie in here and then looking at my old list because i have all my lists from like 2014 to now i have all my top 10s from podcasting and, and further on i mean we had 19 last year so i knew i had a lot i'm like okay most of these are gonna make it obviously so that made it easy and then i just had to kind of fill in the blanks at the end you know what i was surprised tragedy girls i thought a lot of people like tragedy girls apparently not it was my number 80 i thought Actually, it would be yeah, i do think i do think a lot of people like it i just think it you know based on the the group we had i just feel like it probably just missed out i'm not sure where it ended up well I, again i liked it but it, it just with all the eight out of tens that i had and whatever i think it just got booted yeah. off the list look same thing with better watch out a lot of people like it i brought that up because tragedy goes and better watch out two films i don't like but um, two films that most people speak highly of that you know just missed out probably because most people were thinking other people would have it higher this is what's weird I, this is why I think 2010s is the best decade. There's probably a hundred movies that did not make my list that are probably eight out of ten. There's probably two hundred plus movies that, if I sat down and gave them a rating to, would be at least a seven and a half out of ten. I don't think I could say that about the 80s as much as I love them. I really do not think I, I could. That's I why I think uh, there's a lot made and a lot good made. Yeah, a lot of shitty, but I mean. Sh- by and large, I think the 2010s have had the most quality movies. I think, they might have I the agree. most at bats. I agree. You know I what agree. I mean? They do have more at bats. I'll give them that. There's more. There's, there's more out there than the 80s. There's, there's there's constantly movies being produced, but there's a lot of good stuff, man. Well, we like, also haven't seen. You know, I'm I'm sure there's a ton of 80s stuff that we all haven't seen. Whereas here, as, I don't know about that. I th- I think there's probably a ton of 80s stuff that we that we all haven't seen. Whereas here, we've especially for the last five years, have pretty much seen a lot, a a, a good 75 percent of what's available. Well, because of the it, because it's yeah. easier to get. In yeah. the sense of distribution-wise, yep. like you're now getting stuff from countries that you would have never thought of before, where most of your your 80s, 
like it like would come from the states, the Amer- Americas, or Canada, the United States, maybe Italy, and a few other countries. I'm not. I'm not saying like. I'm just saying, generally speaking, back in the day, that's where you got it from. And then you'd be like, oh my god, I saw this Japanese horror film that was really good, or whatever. And I think as as we technology became um, better and we we got more accessibility, that's where we were able to get like all these like South Korea uh, films of uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And North Korea. <laughs> They're all black and white. <laughs> oh. Speaking, you know what got robbed? Here's what I think got robbed: stage fright. Yeah, that's a that's a slasher. Did that's stage fright make, It didn't make the list. I don't know. It, 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 it was on my list, but it was on my list. It was 79 on my list. I didn't know it. Did, I forgot it didn't make the list. It was very that, high. It was 28 on my list because it was a nine out of ten. I, I don't know what it was for me. Oh, the 95. But still, I mean, shit. I just had trouble at the end there. I had all these slashers. I had stage fright. I had freaking uh, Girl House. Uh, yeah. That's why Terrifier almost made it. Because I was at the end, I'm like, there's like, you know, six or seven slashers that I, I like that are like eight out of tens for me. And I, I thought that, I thought stage fright would be one. I thought that was, you know, I guess not though. We um, are what we are, what we are. The 2010 version and the 2013 version both got votes a lot. I'm surprised because I can never find the 2010 version. I I forgot. I think somebody ripped it for me so I Derek. can watch it. That's right, Derek, because you he ripped did. it. Me too. But uh, both versions, different, but both versions are really good. One's a much more downbeat ending where one is a little bit more hopeful, but uh, both terrific. But I think the votes kind of got split on that one where if everyone kind of picked one over the other, it would have. I went with 2013, but uh, 2010 yeah. was terrific as well. Uh, pieces yeah. of talent not making it. We we did mention mm. was uh, a shocker. Uh, I, I think it's so. not enough. It's not it's not known enough by everybody. I'm still sh- I'm still actually shocked after this amount of time. I had it at 37. I- I'm surprised at the- I'm surprised. Not if it was if it just came out this past year, maybe I wouldn't have been as surprised. But the fact that it's been out for a number of years well, and most people know it, this past year it would have made the list. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and probably yeah, you're I probably had it at right. 39. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's it. I think a lot of people haven't seen it. It, it is a little harder to find. Yep. You know what? I bought it right away. So I bought the DVD right away. So on on the next show, I'm going to talk about. I just I just went through all the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, another Ooh. franchise down. I, I watched them all. That might be it. Might be my favorite franchise. Whoa! You're full of shit. Get the hell out of here. Actually, you're full of shit. There's no way you're saying that over Friday the Thirteenth. I the 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 thing about Friday Thirteenth I I I I put them side by side I'm gonna have to like I mean remember we've got twelve movies versus versus uh, eight we've got four that I could just simply dismiss from Friday the Thirteenth right out of the gate which brings it down to eight and then we've got there's only one that I don't that is not good in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ones and I even liked I even liked Texas Chainsaw 3D upon rewatch now. The one in, in th- 2013. Didn't love it's it, okay. but I really right. liked it. I really it's liked okay. it. And Leatherface, I like uh, a lot. The one, the only one is re- is A Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, or A Return to Texas right. Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I had that rated ridiculously low, like 1 out of 10. Remember, I left the theater when I saw this. It was at the theater. I went with a girlfriend, and I we left the theater. And <laughs> I went back. This is probably, I probably watched it once since then, so this is probably the third time watching it. First half is actually okay. It just falls the fuck apart 
in the second half. And that it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's just so stupid. Uh, there's a guy that just walk, gets up out of the table. If you remember this, he just wakes up. If you think he's dead, he just wakes up, picks up a knife and walks out of the room. You never see him again. All of a sudden, this this helicopter or this plane that's flying around, which we we, we don't know yeah. why, comes out of nowhere and kind of saves the day. And it's just it's just bonkers and not in a good way. The second half that it still fails, but it was rated higher. Like I think I rated a one out of ten. And I think upon rewatch, because the first half is actually okay, I give it like a three four out of ten. And that's that's the reason. That's the the one black thirty four a thirty four out of ten. Wow. A three. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, out of five. I will give you the the official, the official. Like I, I, I pretty much said my piece. Now I'll do the. Nobody rankings. wants it. Fuck you. And I'll do the, I'll do the, I'll do the announcement the next show. But I think wow. it actually might have the edge. On, you know uh, what? Friday. I was, oh, I was with you, Dave. What like the, the minute, fuck? the minute he said that, I was like, what? No, you're crazy. And then I th- started thinking about it. He might not be so crazy because I'm. Look, Leatherface made my top eighteen. I think it was my eighteen list. My 18 on my top 18 of 18. I like Leatherface. Part one is obviously a classic. Two is a lot of fun, you know, yeah. depending on your mood. And then the, Everything the remake, else is needed the, remake, the remake is good. I'm like, you're kind of right. Well, Three I is okay. I actually like the beginning better than the remake. This watch, I was like, the beginning oh, is amazing. Oh, it's yeah, no, but I, I it's thought like we my need... third favorite. Okay, well that's it. So same with me. So this yeah. is it. Part one oh, is a ten out of ten. Part yep. two is a nine and a half out of ten for me because I love part two. Uh, and then everything is eight out of ten. With the Leatherface is a set, like Leatherface, the one that came out a couple years ago, seven out of ten, seven and a half out of ten. And then Return or uh, Next Generations a four out of ten. That's it. Everything else I think is eight. And so, but based on that. It, it, it's up there, and I've got to do the rankings of Friday the 13th again. There are two 10 out of 10s on Friday the 13th. And I'm going to get you a new Sonny Bono wig for this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, but I couldn't believe it, man. As I was going through, I'm like, this is a fucking great series. Wow. The thing about it, I'll say this. I'm not a fan of three or four, but the, here's what it is. Everything to me is just okay, except for the first two, and, and the beginning's pretty good. After that, it's all like six and a half ish stuff for me. Oh. So I'm not, I don't get excited to watch any of them. Like, yeah, okay, I guess I can watch this. Or I, I would rather watch a Friday the, a Friday the 13th movie. Even if I rate it lower, I would rather watch fucking New Blood or, or Takes Manhattan over like, I don't know, uh, one of like the new Leatherface or, or Texas Chainsaw. Well, I, I would have thought that, but not anymore. No. And, and so that's why I'm saying mm-hmm. this might be. My favorite, like the only one I have no interest to really go back and revisit or I'll just turn off at the halfway point, which then you're saying, well, what's the point would be part four. But I always loved Leatherface as in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Is there anybody who does that who just watches the first half of the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? Guess what I did? Well, first of all, I confess this. I've only seen the last act of Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. I saw it on cable when it first dropped on cable, and I hated it. I saw the last act, and that was it. I thought it was terrible, and I said, I don't like the way Leatherface looked like a real bitch. I thought it was a character assassination, (laughs) and I hated it. I said, they're making a real pussy out of Leatherface here. So I I always hated it because of that. Now, on top of that, yeah, he was just way too (laughs) effeminate and way too mistreated, like a a, a piece of shit. I didn't like it. But the thing is this. uh, This is a question for you guys. I started to watch a movie uh, a couple weeks ago, a 2020 movie, and it's called The Room, and it's on Shudder. And I lasted about 25 to 30 minutes. And I'm not going to get into the details now, but do you, I, I pulled out, man. I said, you know what? 
I, I gave it a chance. I didn't like the way the couple was acting when things were happening. I'm like, I hope the reveal is that this is partially a dream because why would they really be believing all this and carrying on the way they are? It seems a little too hokey. But I think maybe they'll explain it the next day when they wake up after their their buzz that they're on. And they didn't, and then they introduced something else into it right away. And I said, and if anyone's seen this, they probably know what I'm talking about, this baby thing. And I'm like, you know what? No, this looks very generic, and and, and this, this looks very silly. I don't like these characters. Kind of like what happened when I watched The Hitcher. Once I lose a main character and I say, you know, whatever happens to them, they deserve it. I don't like the character. That's what happened. So I pulled out after 25, 30 minutes. Does that count to you guys as a watch? Am I still eight for eight? Or, be, or by me pulling out, is that just an incomplete? doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I want to know. Incomplete. I, I think so too. And I, I, I want to know what, what people think about that. Maybe you you're know? eight out of 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> eight out of five. <laughs> eight out of five. Yeah. I I say stick with your perfect record because you didn't watch it. Plus, uh, I I did watch the whole thing and it was very generic. Uh, I was not a big fan of the characters either, and I thought the ending was sort of just sort of very forced and sort of didn't make sense given given the way it played out. It was like there was no time for for this ending to be the way it is, but so it was kind of silly. All right, well, that's what's happened. Okay, I was listen. not a fan. Before we go, I want everyone to, that's you know I want everyone to know about all our new op- apparently even though they're on the Patreon page, some people can't access it for some reason. I don't know why, but I had to literally snap pictures, uh, take screenshots, and put them on, on on the Facebook page. By the way, if you're not on the Facebook page, let us know the exclusive page just for us. Get on there. There's like 60 strong in there I think now and. You know, it's going good. So hopefully we can get as many on there as possible. It's just for this page, and I'm going to be focusing on, on it a lot. But um, apparently some people aren't, aren't seeing the, what they can choose from with the, with the, uh, the levels of patronage here. So I'm just going to just rattle it off real quick. Um, you know, everyone that's – basically the, the, the feature reviews and higher. If you are on the $12 level, uh, you're eligible to pick, to pick a 2020 horror movie, whatever it comes out, doesn't matter, a 2020 movie. Um, a, a top 50 slasher, one that we covered that's on all three of our slasher lists or whatever, you know, that we've never covered before. You have the option of the found footage list, the, the one I came up with and, and challenged Christian to, and the one that I've added a few on to that I consider to be great found footage movies. We have uh, something that we call the Big 30. We each brought 10 movies to the table, movies that we've always wanted to cover and never have. Top 100 of the decade, the show that we just did on the Top 100. If we've never done it before and there are no plans to do it and it's not part of a franchise, then you can pick off of that list. And we've added with the double feature. We've added the double features. We have one, two, three. We have like a dozen double features you could choose from. And we have about, um, I don't know, 20 trilogies to choose from. So if anybody doesn't know, I'm not going to read everything off. I don't want to do all that now, but those are all eligible so if anybody has any questions and for whatever reason can't access it, just send us a message on Patreon or or say something on the Facebook in the new group page. It's called Exploding Heads Patrons. It can't be searched because I'm trying to keep it private. But I opened it up yesterday so people from the old page that wanted in can jump on. But I'm going to close it up again so we can keep it as private as possible. It's private and hidden. So I figured that's the way everybody wants it. Not everybody's on Facebook and, you know, they're not into the whole you scene. But can't get, You can't find it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you can't find it. Oh, you can Ed, type it in. Ed Ghostad and Leonard Part Six is a Cosby double feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
And we also have the number one. It's sold out right now. It's the golden ticket, the full head explosion. It's a $75 thing. If anybody sold wants. Out. It's... <laughs> well, because we only, we only have one on there. It's but I'm sold... saying, because he hasn't weighed in on what he wants yet. But whatever he wants, he's, you know, we're going to, within reason, we're going to do for him. But he wants if anybody Christian's else. anal virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. This figure already took it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If there's a crazy idea out there involving horror movies and you're thinking about it, like you want us to say, hey, do the Texas Chainsaw freaking franchise now, even though we don't want to do it, for, for a price tag like that, for a full head explosion, you're eligible to do something. It's the golden ticket. It's here. Do this within reason. You know Goosebumps what I mean? giveaway? We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do that too. Yes. <laughs> but there's lots of things out there. That, so just hopefully everybody can read it right you on the page. What'd you say? I, no. I was I was looking at my tally because I tallied the numbers, but I heard goosebumps. So <laughs> you heard waka okay. waka waka. I heard <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters! I'm surprised Ghostbusters two didn't make your list. Vigo- Ghostbusters two on the move. Yes, <laughs> Vigo the Butch. <laughs> I hate Russians. Russian? <laughs> I don't know. I've never like- seen it. How about that? Really? Oh, it's, I, I actually like part bad. two. It's, it's fun. It's, a, it's fun. It's a decent follow up. It's just yeah. You know, it's such the first one's such a classic, right? Yeah. I loved, loved the first one when I was a kid so much. I fucking adored it. But when the second one came out, something about it turned me off. It looked like it was going to be too, too kiddish, too family friendly ish, too. Something about it just didn't. It's actually kind of darker, I think. Is it really? It just didn't speak to me when I saw the trailer as a kid and the things that. It's pretty dark, but it does have some silliness to it. But it's not the first one, of course. And I had a feeling it wouldn't be, and I just didn't. I didn't rush to it. I I just never watched it. It's weird. I'll still watch it if it's on. I'll put it on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday. But anyway. Well, and I know you were. I don't know if you were even thinking your thought before Brandon corrected the joke, but I did the math, and Texas Chainsaw does win. Now that's including all Friday the Thirteenth stuff. Like okay, all twelve Friday the Thirteenth, all with the rankings, and then dividing them uh, to get the average rating, and then doing the eight. So, you know, Friday has twelve in the series versus uh, Leather or Texas Chainsaw, which says eight. Why don't you take the eight strongest Fridays? Well, then that's what I was gonna do. Initially. Yeah, I just can't get excited to watch a Texas Chainsaw like I can a Friday. It just doesn't. I. I don't want to watch Texas Chainsaw unless somebody makes me. Uh, aside from the first very two. few franchises, I want to watch every film in. So, oh, so I, I can't believe that that so many people do the franchise challenge. Christian's becoming like Jim K. <laughs> yeah, except I'm watching <laughs> good just, ones. Right? Well, then yeah, Friday would win. Of course, Friday would. would win if I take the, 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 the top, uh, my top eight rated Friday Thirteenth yeah. because there are two ten out of tens I have there. Uh, so it, it does have. Uh, you got two tens. Relax. <laughs> we're wrapping up any fucking time soon. Yeah, we're wrapping up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. I'm wrapping guess... it up. Intruder. Oh. Intruder. <laughs> I forgot about intruder. <laughs> I like keep boom, boom down. Yep. How about intruder alert? Intruder alert. Anybody know the game? Intruder alert. Yeah, Intruder uh, alert. it is because uh, I had Pac-Man fever, the album, and it's, uh, I think I'm going berserk. Yeah. I'm out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. YouTube, awesome. go down the rabbit hole of Pac-Man fever, the whole album, Buckner and Garcia. Thank you. Nice. You're welcome. All right. Enjoy thank it. you. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. Wow. Awesome. I'm going berserk. <laughs> it's like if Air Supply did like a video game album. 
you had me at air supply. I'm Indeed. going down the rabbit hole. Oh man, me too. That's great. Well, oh, you... mousetrap, mousetrap. Cheese was the bait. Won't somebody help me before it's too late? <laughs> I listened to this album way too much as a kid. Mousetrap, oh, awesome. <laughs> mousetrap. Go, froggy, go. <laughs> A little froggy go. Did you watch the cartoon, see? The Saturday morning video game cartoon? Yeah. Junk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they were great. Batman. Yeah, oh. Rubik's Cube cartoon, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rubik the Amazing Cube. Hello. My name is Rubik. Yep. <laughs> go watch the intro to that show. Rubik the Amazing Cube. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I'm the Defender. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you got a whole night of listening pleasure in front the of fucking you fucking 80s. Rock, dude. That's all I can say. Fucking love the eighties. <sighs> anyway, I guess we should go. Uh, you guys are funny. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. We love you guys. Uh, yes. You know, you know where to find us. We're very happy to to, to be exclusive to to you guys now. You exclusive know, episode number one in the books. Yeah, baby. So hopefully everybody enjoys it. Yes. We're happy. Thank you so much, everybody. And we'll see you on. Oh, well, let's tell them what we're doing on 102. Let's do this now because we've never, we never used to always do that. Now we know what we're picking for the next couple of shows. So let me see. Show Whoa. 102, uh, which board picked by George which T? Which, which board? board? What board? W- Sorry. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. Who? Kelly. Kelly. Hugh. I said Hugh. Well, that is a joke. No, I know, but Kelly who? Hugh. Hugh. Oh, fuck. Barbecue. So there's this guy. I <laughs> uh, forget it. Bill Donahue? Which board? Which board from George T and Event Horizon from Willie P. Which is on Netflix. No, Netflix. he won't. <laughs> <laughs> Will he make it? <laughs> Willie P, no. His bladder is empty. 40 Years to the Outhouse by Willie Make It. Yeah. Friday the 13th. <laughs> you guys stop talking Friday the 13th? Nope. Never. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> It's my favorite series, after all. <laughs> yeah, right. I, after Revenge of the nerds. I think I might take the Revenge of the Nerds series over. Oh no no no, 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 no! You can't get I mean, past Revenge of the Nerds. Has two movies. Fuck anything else that comes after Part Two. I agree. Okay, how about Those Revenge two made of the Nerds? Yeah, there's like, there's five of them, isn't there? There's like a third one that was garbage, and then two made-for-TV ones. I stopped after three, but maybe we should pit Revenge of the Nerds against Police Academy, and then oh, see Police Academy any day. I don't you know, man. Because so? Revenge oh, of the Nerds, the first one. Moscow was made right for the garbage. And the Oral Sex Hotel is the best joke in Revenge of the Nerds, oh, too. Hotel Coral Essex. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Revenge and Booger becomes a nerd. What other Booger? movie? <laughs> Not Booger. 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 He combined Booger and Ogre. Booger. <laughs> Booger. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh God! Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, we love you guys. Thank you. Remember, don't pick your nose. You might get a booger. (laughs) Peace out.